Coming up on episode 36 of Nosebleed Seats, it's a victory show. Cowboys and Dolphins win. We do our biggest L, biggest dub. We recap how the Yodas did and the college football world. We get weird with Wolchuk. We do some around the rim. Babs having a Astros World Series party. We hear from him. Maybe get a little quick puck as well. We do a candy draft. That's always fun. And as always, the Yodas are back to redeem themselves or keep on rolling. Coming up next on the Nosebleed Seats. Nosebleed Seats, the show everyone can afford to listen to. It is episode 36. Shout out to my man and Walchick's favorite player ever in NFL history, Mr. Jerome Bettis, the bus. Oh, the bus. Number 36, quick feet, right? Isn't that why you like him? I do love a big man that can move. Always, always have. Can't say I rooted for him a lot to win games, though, because he was playing for the the Steelers. Even though he's your favorite player of all time? Not my favorite. No, no, that'd be uh, Deuce Deuce Emmett. Man, I always thought it was the bus. No, not the tres, he says. Huh, interesting. Or would that be treinta, he says? I don't know, but either way, shout out to the bus, man. I hope you're doing well. He's doing TV things, right? He's doing the TV thing, and, and I don't think anybody could picture their career ending as storybook as the bus, right? They finally get to the Super Bowl yeah. in his hometown, and they win it. And goes then out he on just top. Goes on riding the bus into the sunset. It's a beautiful thing, man. Shout out to you, Jerome. It's the Nosebleed Seats, the show everyone can afford to listen to. I'm Zach Wolchuk alongside Eric Giafalo, producer Bab. By the way, it's great to have you back. We had, what's his name in here last week, Carlos Correa. What the heck was up with that? You guys just like shoved me. You were like, hey, don't come in for the first hour of the show. Yeah. Someone else is taking your spot. It was a little bit disrespectful, but hey, you're back now. You're in the king's seat. You're in the throne, and you're running the show, baby. Happy to have you back. Thank you. It means a lot. And it's a good Monday, guys. It's a victory Monday for both of us. Both teams, and we all know the most important one. I mean, clearly it's my Dolphins, right? Nah, I don't know about that one. Well, your Cowboys won. The Cowboys won in big-time fashion. Uh-oh, here we go, baby. 40 to 10, they come out the bye. You and I were having a conniption fit two weeks ago. Walchick, we're three minutes into the show and you already got your freaking shirt off. This is the first victory Monday in a month. You're really taking advantage. I gotta enjoy them while I can. You never know when they're coming. I ain't mad at it, homie. Woo! It feels so good. The air is brisk. You are humming. Humming, baby. 40 to 10, the Dallas Cowboys go to Santa Clara. Is that where it is? Levi Stadium, Santa Clara. It's not even in San Francisco. It's like an hour from San Francisco. It's like closer to San Jose. Should be the Arlington Cowboys then, shouldn't oh, it? Oh, whatever, yeah, man. Yeah, shut your... Or the Frisco. The Frisco Arlington Cowboys. Hey, we can... You can see the stadium. Such a hater. From from Dallas, depending on what building you're in. And a good day. I'm sure, on a, the I'm sure on a beautiful day across the Might beautiful well San be Francisco Dallas. Bay, you can see Levi Stadium. Maybe. I'd imagine so. Either way, I love playing there. The last two years have been so successful for the boys. One hour and 15 minutes from San Francisco. Jeez, mm, that's a drive. Well, that's a huge win because they still get, don't they still have Montana and those guys? I mean, San Francisco's a hell of a football team. Actually, it's in San Jose proper. What is San Jose proper? It's the- like it's within the loop of what qualifies as the city of San Jose. Santa Clara is a suburb of San Jose. Okay. okay. And everybody's incredibly well-mannered there. Everybody, of course. It's a well-mannered society. It's it proper. was. They did actually. Joe Montana was in the uh, in the building to witness this. Oh, he saw it, but he wasn't actually playing. Was not playing. Didn't suit up. Was it a guy named Beathard? 
I watched the game for about two minutes. I saw a quarterback, last name, it was spelled B-E-A-T-H-A-R-D. It was Bethard. Said, wow, Bethard. we got a beat hard at quarterback. They're down by 40. This looks like a show. That's that's the thing that I think a lot of people have I've seen commented on social media. Like people deemed this to be a tough game for the Cowboys. And on paper, yeah, the Niners were 0-6. But if you looked at their game since week one, they've been in all of them. They've lost by three points or less, if not in the majority, if not all of those games. So they've been competitive. But they've had a Hoyer, right? I mean, now they got now they got beat. They hard. did, yeah. So they started a Hoyer and then halfway through the game against the Redskins last week, they they went to Bethard. And he almost led the victory comeback. Fell just short, though. So here come the Cowboys. Needed some feel-good. They've got this Zeke stuff clouded over their heads. A lot of question marks. Still have some, but a few were answered. Yeah, it looks good, doesn't it? It does look good. Tell you what, I was... We haven't had one of those in a long time. I think the last time the Cowboys won by 30 or more points was in that 2014 run when they just whooped up on the Colts at home that year. Like forty-two to seventeen, I think they clinched the NFC East that week. Yeah, I think that was when the Colts went like one in fifteen or whatever. No, no, no. I think the Colts uh, made the playoffs that year. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That actually was the season they went to the AFC Championship game, and I think the Deflate Gate happened. And I actually don't know what I'm talking about, so this is perfect. That's fine. Hey, we usually go through the show with that problem. Welcome to the party. Overall, though, as we enter my uh, Wolchuk's notebook, as I rewatch the game, take a few notes, a couple things I want to hit on. Oh, hopefully me. Cowboy fan. Oh, I always love to hit on you, you cute little... Mm. I love it. Delicious. That's a fact. So turnovers. Big problem. A lot of Cowboy fans up in arms. Team is not getting enough turnovers, and rightly so. When this team's been good, Ron Marinelli's teams in the past, historically, they predicate stripping the ball, forcing turnovers. So much stripping, so much being hit on. This is... I like where you're going with this, ball. Thank you. I planned this out. So turnovers. Four of them. Cow Cowboys... Almost had two interceptions. They caught him, placed in count, stripped a lot of balls. Demarcus Lawrence had that quarterback strip sack, had four sacks on the game. So now we got sacks, we got stripping, and Everything. we have it just was all the juicy stuff. Complete man. performance in terms of what the Cowboys were lacking, pass rush, forcing some turnovers. They came up, they did it. The linebacker play, big issue. Finally get Sean Lee back. First time Lee and Hitch are out there. Anthony Hitchens, for those of you unfamiliar with that nickname, and they played pretty darn well together. Now, we did see Sean Lee limping just a little bit towards the end of that game. What did we say? He's gonna. This is going to linger all season long. And Hamstrings, it will. It sucks. I almost think that Sean Lee shouldn't even have played this week. No, he's got to get out there. I don't know, man. Look, I mean, I'll that take, hamstring is just going to – he's going to be – He's going to be a shell of himself next week. It's I'll just going to be the way it goes now. If a shell is 70%, give it to me. All right. Even I mean, against the Niners that's and B-Hard, I mean, come on. That's how good and how much of a difference Sean Lee makes. Now, the problem is we, we still have questions with this defense because they weren't tested at all. San Francisco got down in the blink of an eye, abandoned their game plan. You still saw in that first half, Carlos Hyde, when they were sticking with the run, he gashed the Cowboys a little bit. The only thing that I saw, I tuned in for very small amounts of time to this Cowboys game. But the one play I do remember that stuck out to me was Carlos Hyde breaking. I, I thought Jeff Heath blew his knee out. I mean, he shook him so bad. It looked so painful. Heath starts limping off. Next thing I know, he's kicking field goals. So obviously, he's fine. But I thought Jeff Heath just had just blew his knee out completely. It was terrible. And why is he still starting? All right, mm. back to you, Walchick. Well, I appreciate everything you just said because it leads me to my next point. Wonderful. Two of them. First off, to answer your last comment there, why is Jeff Heath still starting? I think every single person that watches Dallas Cowboys football is asking the exact same thing. Even Jeff Heath himself? Jeff like, Heath Coach, is, you sure? Wait, Coach. Wait, wait what? Coach. 
do you see that guy uh woods he's like killing people out here you want you want me to start see i wish he had some gosling in him i wish jeff heath had some gosling in him because he would step up to the coach and he'd say listen but Petey's better than me all right let's put this guy in here let's go win some football games cowboys finally activated xavier or, or Kayvon frazier excuse me he actually had the force fumble on the punt was it Changed a strip? the sides of the game. Yeah, he stripped it, and so, Xavier Woods recovered it. Both of them on the same play. This was on a, on a punt. So okay, so there's no special sacks teams play. So there's no. no sacks involved. It was a special teams play, but still, they're may, go with the youth, man. The youth movement here in Dallas on the defensive side of the ball, namely the secondary, is a great thing. You're going to take some lumps, but it's a positive, and these guys will grow and learn together. Jeff Heath, I admire the heck out of what he did yesterday. Dan Bailey goes down, which is a big injury. Did not affect Dallas in this game. But will. But it will. Yeah. W without Dan now for possibly two to four weeks, I think it is, with a groin. And groins are tough, especially for a kicker. The Cowboys are, have yet to name where we're recording now. We don't know who the replacement is going to be. They had some guys come in today, work out. We'll see. I, if it's me, I think it's Sam Irwin Hill. He was with the team in the offseason. He looked pretty good in the preseason. Obviously, you're not going to keep a kicker, but you need the kicker leg in camp. Bring him back. He knows the team. He's worked with the guys familiar bring him in hopefully he can get it done but missing dan bailey thank god it didn't hurt you this week but that could be an issue in the future but i will give jeff heath a lot of credit when he doinked the pat in which uh, i think we might have this bab brad shams call we have a doink of jeff heath yeah he goes out there to for his first extra point and this is how it sounded hawk will put it down from there john denny is the long snapper Wrong audio. It's, All right, listen. Hey, it's forty-eight. Let's just let's just be completely honest and transparent Jeff, with the audience here. Jeff, just be the new kicker. Well, ah, God, no, I don't think you or anybody Moving wants that. Jeff doesn't want that himself. No, I just think a uh, little housekeeping here. Bab has a lot of homework to do today, so he he's just going to be he's not going to be on his A game. All right, so just just bear with him a little bit. He obviously just played the wrong call there. He'll probably screw up numerous more times throughout this show. And it's a shame because Bab's got a lot on his plate for this show, maybe more on his plate for this show than he's had in months. And now he's got all this homework. And then, and, and on top of that, I know he's uncomfortable because he's wearing a suit. Bab, why are you wearing a suit? Did you come, you're kind of just, just all about your business today. What's the deal? You're wearing a suit. You have all this homework and you're, and you're half-assing the show. No comment. Yeah, no. Okay. I, I, I plead the fifth here. Let's leave it at that. Great. Let's hear some. Let's. Is this the right audio? I can't wait. Jeff Heath is going to try the extra point, and his kick hits the right upright and bounces in. And a boy, Jeff Heath. I congratulate him like he just won the Super Bowl with the field goal. That is great. <laughs> Cowboys now lead the 49ers 27 to three. Thank you to the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network for that, Jeff Heath. And it was great. They they mauled him. Just like he won the Super Bowl, like Brad said it there. It was an adorable moment. And Jeff, his kickoffs were pretty darn good. I'll say that. Best part of his game might have been the kickoffs. That's not what I'm worried about there, Coach. Here's a serious question. If the Cowboys were to cut Jeff Heath, though, do you think anybody else would even sign him? No, especially not if they cut him, because then he's probably bleeding everywhere. I don't need this in my life. I don't need to add a bloody cut-up guy on my roster. I don't think anybody else would sign him either. And the Cowboys have him starting at safety. He's so bad. I, I just... I mean, he's a special teams guy. There's no, I mean, actually, that's why somebody would, would pick him up is because they need some special teams help because that's what he brings to the table. He's actually a good special teams player. That's the one thing I can say about you, Jeff. But my God, you can't play safety. Get a little gossling in you, okay? Go watch some Remember, Remember the Titans. I know you've seen it. Go get a little refresher. Go talk to Coach. Woods needs to be in the game.
Byron Jones, again, I will continue to call you out. Uh-oh, he had a bad game? Oh, gosh. He takes he, he looks lost and confused out there. Really? Oh, and you know what? I, I wish I had coaches tape. I don't. So I can't go back and watch, like, every Byron Jones snap. But I'd love to talk to somebody that does, like Marcus Mosher on, on Twitter, someone that comes out and dissects that stuff. And I just want to know, like, how do you grade Byron Jones out? Because from the naked eye, I think he just looks terrible. And it's not getting any better. It, he's not a safety. He, he's getting beat in coverage by Kittles. I mean, who's this guy? Kittles? Kittle? The tight end? Big 85? I mean, we thought this dude could take away a tight end. That's what he's good at. No, 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 no. He can't even cover Kittles. It's a shame, dude, because wasn't he, like, covering Gronk? All these Cowboys fans were talking to me, like, in his rookie season, Byron Jones shut down Gronk. Byron Jones shut down Gronk. Now we got Kittle running routes and just burning them. Looks like Owen Wilson out there trying to cover somebody. And I think everybody's still living on that game, and I've stated it. I think Byron Jones is the most overrated Cowboy on the roster. He's, I'm so He's lived glad. off that game. His entire career. Yeah. Yeah, he, he really Literally. has. Because anytime anyone says anything good about him, it's that. That's it. It's that he, he stayed in front of that dinosaur Gronk for 60 minutes. I couldn't tell you the last interception he had. He does not impact the game at all. Your boy Demarcus Lawrence is impacting the game. Demarcus Lawrence. That, that four looked good this week. Malik, Collins, Irving, and Crawford. Even though I, we both hate Crawford at end. He did a little bit better yesterday. I mean, everybody did. It was a freaking jailbreak at times. I was going to say, did you even learn, like, how many things can you take away that you say, oh, you know what, I really feel good about my defense, and I really feel good about my running game now? Or do you just yes. say, you okay, know what, so. this was just a tune-up game. This was practically preseason. I don't know anything until I face a half-decent team like, you know, Washington coming up. Yeah, so to wrap my thoughts here, the things that I know, the offensive line is now coming together. Jonathan Cooper is finding his groove. That guard, he had his best game of the year yesterday. The offensive line was moving and blocking in the second and third levels. Martin Cooper was down there. The screen to me, the screenplay from Dak to Zeke. It's like a 70-yard screen. Reminiscent of the game in Pittsburgh last year. Zeke ran away from the defense. He's look. He looks faster. He looks like the Zeke, the MVP caliber Ezekiel Elliott from 2016. He looks back to form. Best game of the year with the offensive line tandem. Everything gelled. It looked back to elite form. And that was something you and I were both saying. That's what made the Cowboys so good. Five yards of carry. Zeke was doing it yesterday, man. He was sensational. The offensive line was sensational. Offensively, I feel great. And Dak Prescott, find me a quarterback in football that's playing better right now. Dak Prescott has been extraordinary, and he's not getting enough credit right now. I love the way Dak's playing. And Dez had his best game of the year yesterday. So the offense, to me, is looking awesome. Defensively, they had a great game, and I hope that it's really just a confidence booster moving forward. But we didn't learn anything. They weren't tested at all yesterday. San Francisco was taken out of their game plan. This heart of the schedule coming up, this meat part where you've got Washington, you're at home against the Chiefs, you're at Atlanta, and then I think you got the Eagles. We'll see how good the Cowboys are. I'm calling it right now. You guys guaranteed victory against Atlanta, and I'm going to tell you why. The Dolphins cannot run the football against anybody in the world. They ran it easily against Atlanta last week. And the freaking New England Patriots ran all over him. New England doesn't run the ball that well. New England ran all over him last night. So you guys will run all over Atlanta and win that game. NFC East Yoda's already chimed in my ear. He had a he had a look ahead to the future, man. You I can't wait. I, I hope we go into New Atlanta and win. That would be lovely because that would be a big win. But it's gonna happen. 
Your Miami Dolphins yes, something also good got a big win yesterday, a one that I wasn't sure they'd get at home against the Jeets. I felt good going into the game, and then next thing I know, we're down 28-14. McCown looks like Brady, and what is happening? Oh, yeah, Smoking Jay just broke his ribs, and now Matt Moore comes in. Turns out, that saved the day, old Matt Moore. Backup quarterback, he's done it before. He's come in and won games for us plenty of times. He's been, a, he's been on our team for like five or six years now. And he came in, and he's a gunslinger. So we start going down the field. It's like fireworks. We got an interception. We got two deep balls, touchdowns. So it's just like, it's kind of just like, holy crap. When It's what I expected to get from Jay Cutler. I thought he was kind of the gunslinger. Bleep this. I'll throw a bunch of picks, but I'll also throw a bunch of deep ball touchdowns. That hasn't happened yet. Matt Moore comes in. It was happening. We come back, and we beat the Jeets, and I can't stand him, and I loved it. What do you think about Kenny Stills? He seemed like he really came on, and him and Matt Moore. They have a great rapport. And Matt Moore's composed, man. Very. You can see it. He's a veteran guy. He's the definition of a backup in this league. A composed guy, not rattled, ready whenever he's called upon. can come in and win you some games. Exactly what you want. And he did great. And he's got a great connection with Kenny Stills. He's got a nice connection with Jarvis Landry as well. But he shreds the ball around. He doesn't care. He's throwing it to Julius Thomas, who's just a fat, slow tight end that I can't believe is on my team. But, hey, he's on my team, and he throws him the ball. Fasano catching football still. Anthony Fasano, can you still believe that? Dolphins? He's still in the league. I mean, just let alone Anthony playing Fasano. and being productive. Like, he's a great run-blocking tight end. I love me some Fasano. My Italian brethren. What's going on with Devontae Parker? Devontae Parker just shaken up with an ankle injury. My guess is he's back on the field Thursday night for all you fantasy owners. And now that Matt Moore's playing quarterback, guaranteed deep shots down the field to Devontae Parker. Do they connect? Who knows? But you're going to get your opportunities. I see him playing Thursday night for sure. Talk to me about the line of scrimmage. How are they looking? Offensive line is so bad, it's ridiculous. I mean, we can't run on anybody. The Jets have gotten ran on all year. We couldn't run on them. Like I said, the only team we run on is the Falcons. It's garbage, okay? So our offense is in trouble. And, and Tunsil got hurt. I don't know if he's going to play. I mean, we're, we're, we're struggling. Defense, like I said, we made McC I don't know how we're winning. We're 4-2, and two and I don't get it. I don't see how it's happening. We made McCown look like Manning, and our offensive line can't block a soul. It's a bad time, but we're 4-2, and two, and I love it. Well, let's hear it. I, it was pretty – last week we played the call. This is going to be cut Oh, we got 40. the Parky? We got Cody we Parky? Got, we got the Cardi Game Cody winning Parky. field goal? And this one's a good one. You're going to like this one. Cut 40, Bab. Give it to me. Whenever you're ready. Hawk will put it down. From there, John Denny is the long snapper. The ball is right in the middle of the field. There's his snap. Hold it down. And the kick will score. Oh, I can't believe this. What a comeback. What a comeback this has been by the Miami Dolphins. Dang right, man. It's comeback season. Cody Parkey, he's already hit a game-winning field goal for us this year. He's from South Florida. Grew up a Dolphins fan. Loved Olindo Mare. Kicking game winners now. He, I don't think he's missed one all season. Love me some Cody Parkey. Good win for the Miami Dolphins, and they are 4-2. and two. Big game Thursday night. Is they're in the hunt right now? Yes, we are, Not baby. A, for, a, for a division title, let alone making the playoffs. You ain't you know? kidding. Hey. Super Bowl, here we come. Maybe. Matt Moore to the promised land? Maybe. I like this. Nosebleed Seats podcast. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bab. That was our Cowboys and Dolphins victory Monday. The two teams that Eric and I love so much. Feeling good, baby. Now it is time to turn it over to my friend and my co-host, Eric Chiafalo, for a Nosebleed Seats special we like to call... The biggest L and biggest dub of the week. Oh, thank you for that intro, Walchick. Love you, buddy. And listen, Bab, I know you got a lot going on homework-wise, but I need you here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, time out on the homework, okay? I need, I need everything you got here. Everything you got. 
By the way, shout out to you, Bab, because you're not an honorable mention L this week for the first time in about three weeks. For the first time in forever. So props to you, Can Bab. he get an L for a Frozen props to reference? You. Absolutely. He, I mean, fine, he can get an L anytime. Honorable mention L right Blue there. Bam. Slapped on you. Can't get rid of that one. My next honorable mention L, it's kind of a mixture of Tom Brady and Dwayne Wade, but it's kind of mostly Dwayne Wade. It starts with Tom Brady sending Dwayne Wade a book his own book, TB12. Tom Brady's also a phenomenal author. Who knew? I mean, he's just a genius. But he's a heck of better actor, right? Better actor, sexy as crap. Oh, so delicious. And a, and a hell of a quarterback on the side. Anyways, he sends his book to Dwayne Wade, and he signs it, Dwayne, best of luck and continued success, Tom. Well, he spells Dwayne the way it should be spelled, which is D-W-A-Y-N-E, like anybody who with a right mind would spell Dwayne, but Dwayne Wade happens to spell his name D-W-Y. He throws that Y in there early, and I say, and according to my sources, I think the mom was a little bit inebriated that day when she was doing the whole birth certificate thing because she throws the Y in there right after the W, so it sounds like Dwayne or Dwayne, but it's Dwayne. Oh, I never realized his name was spelled that way. D-W-Y-A-N-E. So Tom Brady, the wonderful author who probably spell checks himself all the time, Dear Dwayne spells it like any common man would, like spelled. it should be spelled, but it's not spelled right. So if you're Dwayne Wade, you're like, oh my gosh, how sincere was this? You couldn't even get my name spelled right. Granted, it's always misspelled. You actually did spell my name correctly, but that's I bet that not happens. my name. I bet that happens to him a lot. Oh, it happens to him a lot, it's but for Tom Brady to. to handwrite it and misspell your name, it'd be like if he sent, if he threw two M's on Tom, like if I'm Dwayne Wade, I'm taking one of my little, like maybe my shoes or something or whatever it is, I'm signing it and I'm putting to Tom. And I'm throwing two M's on Spell there. Spell it T-O-H-M. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a nice two. I like that. You know, just something ridiculous. Something ridiculous. So that's the first thing that happened to Dwayne Wade. All while Dwayne Wade also got demoted. And I love Dwayne Wade. Don't get me wrong. I'm a Heat fan. I love the guy. He's the reason why I love basketball. He's your favorite player. But he's on the Cavs now. So he I kind of can't stand him. And he just got demoted to the bench. Can't so stand him. So that's kind of sucks for old Dwayne with a Y in front of the A. Sucks for you, Dwayne. And it's because you're turning in two for nine performances night in, night out. I mean, the dude's struggling right now. So they're putting him on the bench, J.R. Smith. Welcome in to the starting five. On top of that, Dwayne, your wife just came out with a book, Gabrielle Union. She's on satellite radio talking about implying that maybe possibly you're into getting your booty licked. Whoa. I don't know. Whoa. It's just it's just a lot. It's Hold a lot on. going on. I, I need and more I can't detail. Imagine can't imagine Dwayne Wade. Yeah, Gabrielle I Union. More, I need more on she's that. She's got a little Tom Brady in her. She's, she's a stud author, I guess. She just comes out with a book. It's called, like, Wine and... I think it might literally wine be called cheese? Wine and Sex. No, it should be Wine and Cheese. I wish it was Wine and wine Cheese. Wine and Sex? Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> wine and Sex. And and basically, I guess she goes through a lot of her past sexual experience. I don't, I don't really know. But she came on sway the morning satellite radio just promoting the book and they're asking her about it and she anyway they get down the the rabbit hole of booty hole licking and you know that's something you and i have actually talked about in our free time it's called the time. it's called we're going to need more wine we're going to need okay so what did i say it i might feel be? like we need more wine, said right wine and sex i said wine and sex okay well that's the synopsis of the book when you ask me what is it about the theme the, the overall theme is it's wine and sex so i mean that's that's pretty much what it is so Dwayne Wade, it, I mean, it's just, it's been a tough week for you, D. And, and that's just the bottom line. You're not going to get the biggest L, but I got to give you an honorable mention L. Your business is all out there. You're two for nine. You're on the bench. Tom Brady doesn't know how to spell your name. Come on, man. It's a rough week. You'll bounce back. I believe in you. He'll be okay. 
Next honorable mention L is my senior citizens. They got the biggest dub last week. It only took one week for those guys to just, just tumble right along, right on their chessboards. Did you see this week's episode of South Park? Anybody? Believe it or not, I didn't. Guys, uh, I, whoever did see this week's episode of South Park just started laughing in their seat or wherever they are listening to this right now. Hopefully was, not in their pants. It was about old age homes, man. It was about senior citizens really? in old age homes and how they are running and distributing drugs throughout South Park. They're incredibly successful. It's hilarious. Interesting. Yes. Well, my senior citizens of the NFL, Carson Palmer, Adrian Peterson, and Larry Fitzgerald, 32, 34, and 37, respectively. They had a great week last week. I mean, it was, it was the trio. You got Larry Fitzgerald talking about what could have been Super Bowls galore, Dynasty, greatest show on turf. I mean, he, he was talking about all that stuff. Adrian Peterson sucked in New Orleans, goes to Arizona, game one, he dominated. Sucked, so, sucked last night or yesterday, though. And that's the thing. They get the honorable mention L because their follow-up week was 11 carries, 21 yards for old Adrian, three receptions, 29 yards for the 34-year-old Larry Fitzgerald, who still has a phenomenal buttocks at that age and 37 year old quarterback Carson Palmer actually broke his arm so he might be out for the season and it's just a tough thing I mean listen that happens when you're old you fall and and you break things thank God it wasn't his hip honestly Carson you should be thankful all right know. you should be thankful Carson what about Jason Witten though he, he could get a dub he had a gorgeous one-handed snag baseline of the end zone he's getting up there moving along come on final honorable mention L Texas quarterback Sam, is it Ellinger? Ellinger? I've heard el both, Ellinger and Ellinger. Ellinger. Thank you, Bab. Ellinger. All right, with the hard G. Wait, did we? Sorry, I was doing homework. Did we give an honorable mention L to Hugh Freeze? Oh, well, definitely. Uh, I mean, Hugh. I mean, listen, if you, wait, wait, what I, happened? I, you know I'm going to wrap with up with you. What happened with you? Yeah, Hugh? Hugh Freeze, remember he... I don't know if you know this. He used to coach Ole Miss football. I do know that. Yeah. Did you know that he wasn't there anymore? I didn't. I, I thought he was just is like a health thing. No. Well, it's a mental health thing. I thought he was just having sex with prostitutes. Whoa. Ding, ding, ding. That, that happened? Tampa Bay, work phone. Oh It'll get you every time, gosh. Walter. How many times I got to tell you? He got caught. You got to be careful, Walter. What happened on the phone? Yeah. He Pictures? Was, he was calling. I don't know. He's making calls to those sorts Scandalous of enterprises. voicemails. Yeah. It oh. wasn't good. It wasn't a good thing. So, yeah, Hugh Freeze, always perennial L taker, and Krista Forster, you are newly added to the perennial L list. Is that the cocaine-snorting Miami Dolphins ex-line coach? That is him. That's you said it. How high we get together. How high we get together. Oh, so high, Chris. Wonder how he's doing these days. Can't be good. That's why he's getting the honorable mention L. Anyways. Back to Sam Ellinger, Texas quarterback, down three, overtime third and five from the five yard line need to get a touchdown to win field goal to tie go better to second overtime well he rolls out left everything is looking great sam sets up he throws it to literally no one except for the wide open oklahoma state defensive back not a texas player in sight it looked like i don't know if he was trying to throw it away i don't know if he was if he thought his guy was there but he what it was the worst looking thing you've ever seen only to lose the game and i hope we have the audio Third down and about five, Texas from the Cowboys' seven. Ellinger takes a snap, rolls out left, looks, hesitates, floats it toward the end zone. It's intercepted! It's intercepted by Ramon Richards, and the Cowboys win! The Cowboys win! The Cowboys win! The Cowboys win! Hey, did the Cowboys win? The Cowboys win! I mean, my gosh, did the Cowboys win the or not? great Dave Hunziker from Oklahoma State. 
Is he the great? The is Dave's, he the great? Hey, I've gotten the pleasure to meet Dave. Oh, that sounds hot. I went to an Oklahoma State sports media camp out of high school. Really nice guy. I learned a lot from him. He's a good dude. I bet you did. And the Cowboys won. Hell yeah, baby. It sounds like the Cowboys won. Did, did the Cowboys win? I don't know. Ask Ramon. Oh, Ramon, did the Cowboys win? Cowboys win! The Cowboys win! The Cowboys win! The Cowboys win! Hey, good for the Cowboys. All right, my my uh, my biggest L of the week goes to the NBA. Welcome back, NBA season. I hope to have, I hope you guys are involved in this list just every week, and, and you should be. Dwayne Wade's already been made a stop. Now, Andre Roberson, you're about to get the biggest uh, uh, L of the week, and that is because you, my friend, missed two yes i said it two back-to-back air ball free throws the dude's like 40 percent from from for free throw percentage he's garbage he air balls two back-to-back it ended up being the deciding factor in the game if he would have made those two free throws it would have gone to overtime instead andre roberson you get the biggest l of the week uh, bab i think we have the audio for that all right wonderful free throw attempts of the season not a good free throw wow Wow. Wow. <laughs> 49.3% in his career. Last season was even worse, 42.3. You got to be kidding me. You got, that is the That's greatest. That's the second one. I love that color guy oh, forever and so always. Great. Wow. 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 Damn it. <laughs> Just so bad. Andre Roberson, you are a terrible human being. I can tell by just that one fact. Question, though, who the hell is Andre Robertson? Roberson. Roberson? Yeah, Roberson. Like, wow. Rover. He's the new, he's the new Rober. Yeah. Not Robertson, just Roberson. Okay. No T. No Teat? No T. The letter T. Okay. Yeah, no T. So he's got the areola. Exactly. Right, right. I got it now. So Roberson is—he's basically—I mean—he's—he's—he's he's, uh, he's the new Tabo Cephalosha for Oklahoma City. He just, he's just there to play defense. Offensively, they—I mean—they're better off with four guys. Cephalotions, you know, Tabo Cephalosha. Like safe lotions? Mm-mm. Okay. No, I don't. Do you watch basketball? Have wow. you ever? Have you ever watched the NBA? Basketball? Okay. The movie? Can we move on? Bab, is it? Can we just go ahead and get Ace in here to just let us know who's the biggest L of the week? Thank you. Let's get happy, people. Honorable mention number one. And actually, believe it or not, guys, and this is an indictment on all human beings. We have L's constantly. I mean, I I got a book of L's every week. Can't find any dubs. I mean, for someone to have a a, a dub week is like unheard of these days. So what are we doing as a society? I mean, I got L's coming out of my ears here. Just a thought. My one honorable mention dub is Cowboys Nation because listen, you got an honorable mention L last oh, week. Oh hell yeah! Baby. You got an honorable mention Woo! L last week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I figured you guys would be excited. Woo! Put that, get, put that yeah. thing away, Walchick. I mean, me, my God, zip that up. Yeah. Okay. See Here we go. Didn't want all this to happen, hey. but hey, let's go for it. It's a celebration now. Bab, don't you have some homework to do? I mean, my gosh. Woo! Silver and blue nation. 
You guys get the biggest, or not the biggest, but you get an honorable mention dub. The hardest, the rockiest. It's the, the hardest, biggest. but it's not the biggest. Oh, it's the largest and the chargiest. So you guys get the honorable mention L last week for Zeke Elliott just screwing up, remember? And we're like back and forth on, is this guy going to play? Is what this is guy he, not going to play? Zeke screwed up? Well, I mean, with the court rulings and all this stuff, oh, that, we thought maybe he wasn't going to play. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh -huh. And you guys were coming off a bad bye week where you didn't win and everybody in your division won and... Things were looking a little bleak last week. So you got the honorable mention, L. Well, this week you bounce back with a huge dub on the field. And Zeke turns out this guy's probably more than likely, according to our beautiful Amy Dash, WFAN mom, housewife. Amy Dash is beautiful. She's the bomb. I got to say, I looked her up after the show. Didn't know who she was prior, but my goodness, she's You're a, a fan good of her now. Well, and she's giving you Cowboys fans great news. It looks like Zeke's probably going to play all season. So wonderful there. Honorable mention, dub. Congrats. Take it. Wonderful. Please zip up your pants wall chick. You see? Now, my biggest winner goes back to that Andre Roberson, Oklahoma City versus Minnesota Timberwolves game, where if Roberson hits those two free throws, this Andrew Wiggins game winner that we're about to listen to would have just tied the game and sent it to overtime. But instead, Roberson, you schmuck, you missed two. Not only do you miss them, but you airball both of them. You should have lost two points, as a matter of fact. Anyways, you lost it for your team. So, Andrew Wiggins, you get the biggest dub of the week because you, my friend, hit a bad-ass game winner. Fab, take it away. No timeout. So, smart play here. Wiggins spots up there. Deep three's got it. He scores it at the buzzer to give the Timberwolves the victory. And everybody goes crazy. Andrew Wiggins, you are the biggest dub of the week. Wiggy, 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 Winning. wiggy, wiggy, wiggy. And that's it, gentlemen. Hope you enjoyed that. Walchick, you, or uh, Fab, you can get back to your homework. I know you're busy, bud. But uh, thank you for everything. You're actually on point that segment. Something was pointing. By the way, Correa only gave me like a single for my biggest L last week. Biggest L, biggest dub. I like that one. That was good. Is that at least hard? a double? Maybe? I think it was a home run with the Cowboy right? I usually come hard. Well, yeah, that's a good point. My cow That's why you're biased. You have a biased opinion. I can't even take you seriously. Hey, I'm always in love with your segments. Are you kidding me? Love them. They're the best. I'm so glad you're not being facetious. I'm not. No, it makes me so happy. I'm being dead honest. Straightforward. Straight shooter. That's me. Let's do some else. Let's do some other stuff, please. Okay. Swamp ass. <laughs> do you? Yes. Oh. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I do. I need a shower like you need a haircut. Swamp ass. Nosebleed Seats Podcast. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chia. Follow Producer Bab coming in hard. Now, uh, guys. What? The Yodas have become a fan favorite. Oh, yeah, they sure have. They have. People are loving on the, the Yodas, and I love them too. But this past weekend, football Yoda had been pretty darn good. NFC East Yoda was struggling. Seems like they flipped roles this week. Looks like it. As I mean, we go back and we recap week seven, but we got to start with with the thing that's on everyone's minds. I know so many people listen to the Yoda segments, and they base this. You know, people have office pools, family pools. They're, they're picking the games, and they're like, what are the Yodas saying? If the Yodas say it, I'm picking it. Football Yoda, well, he really, really, really screwed everyone this week. Did he really? One and two, man. He went one and two. Ah, Yeah, NFC East Yoda did the same thing. Remember two weeks ago? It was bad. But he had a bounce back. He did bounce he back. He is my biggest dub. Football Yoda looks like he's got a shot 
to go three and zero. Like we we won't know this officially. NFC East Yoda has a shot. NFC East. Yeah, NFC Yoda. Yeah. No, he does. He, he had a great call thus far, and we're recording this on a Monday night. Not sure if you guys are aware of that. Again, took some toward all me and me, Walter, and Bab. We're back in action. I told you not to tell people about that. No, no, no. I'm, I always bring that to the show. I want them to know. Yes, oh. we need some toward all, but it's okay. We're gonna put on a great performance as long as everyone's all right with it. So it's a Monday night. The Eagles. And the Redskins are playing right now as we speak. I don't know if we have an update for that, Bab. I know you're doing homework. Oh, Walchick, look at you. You got an update for me. Hey, I ring do. in, ring in, ring it, in. It is three to three early in the second quarter. Tie ball game. All right. So here we go. I think NFC East Yoda, correct me if I'm wrong, he took the home Eagles. He did. He took the Eagles at home. Okay. So Eagles win tonight. NFC East Yoda's three and oh, and pretty much on top of the world. Well, let's look at the the two games he picked. He went Seahawks over Giants. Seahawks over Giants. Felt good about it. Took a little while for the Seahawks to get going, but they made it happen. And, and that's exactly what he saw. He knew it was going to be a little bit. I mean, Seahawks usually do that. You know, their, their offense sputters, 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 sputters. Next thing you know, 17 points are on the board. And so that's exactly what happened. The Giants are a little bit better. You got to give the Giants credit because, I mean, they should have plummeted it even worse with all the injuries they've had. And if anything, they've gotten better. So props to the Giants, but NFC Seattle gets the dub for taking the Seahawks. And then he went with the Cowboys, and he made me feel pretty good about this one going into it. Said, look, I didn't have to worry. He was right. He was right. I mean, he saw it from the jump. He knew Zeke was going to have a bounce back game. He knew Sean Lee was back in action. You got Hitch back in the lineup. The linebackers are doing doing well. And you guys are healthy. Coming off a bye week, you've lost two in a row. This is this was as must-win as a not-actual must-win game mathematically can get. And you guys went in there and dominated. And I think NFC Yoda, he saw that happening. He saw that the backup quarterback was going to be in. I, I, what was it, a beat hard, something like that? Bethard. And so he just knew it was just going to be, they were going to run you guys out of the stadium. And by run you guys out of the stadium, I mean literally. You run them out of the stadium. Zeke is still running all over them. Actually, you're right. He ran right to the next buffet line. He was, no, I, I think he's cut that out, man. He's looking good. He's looking spelled. I'm serious. Since he was moving well, I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's looking as cut as he always are has. Those abs coming back. Are they? That's okay. the key. The abs are coming okay. back. Okay, I didn't know if they were no, not. No, I'm looking at that every week now. Good. Zeke looks like he's, he's starting to take that diet a little more seriously. His, he had that burst back. He had the explosion and the speed We had that long back. speed. Yeah, that long speed. So NFC Yoda, he's feeling good. Hopefully... Uh, he can get the dub tonight with Philly coming out on top. I think he feels I think he feels pretty good about that one as well, if, if I'm not mistaken. He felt strong. He said the Eagles were going to get it done. It's 3-3. Three to three. It's a division game. They're always close. It's going to we'll, be neck and neck. We'll recap that. We'll recap that uh, later on next week. Now, football, Yoda, on the other hand, well, he, he got fortunate. It looked uh, like the Packers were going to beat the Saints. He went with the Saints. Yeah. Did not have any belief in Brent Hundley. Nope. Luckily, he was rewarded because Drew Brees turned it on. The Saints came back and won that one. Now, who would have thunk it, dude? And, and and I don't know if NFC Yoda probably saw Mitchell Trubisky only completing four passes and was thinking to himself, well, how in the world are the Bears going to get the win against Cam Newton and the Panthers, who had been looking great offensively? If I'm football Yoda and I see Mitch Trubisky throws for four completions, I'm taking Cam Newton and the Panthers all day. Well, he was wrong. The Panthers... Looked like garbage, and the Bears' defense looks like one of the best in football. They've scored two touchdowns the last two weeks. And there's really no excuse for it. I mean, I'm a human being, right? So I can obviously screw things up. Football Yoda, he doesn't have that excuse, no, right? He's, he's a Jedi. He's and a Jedi. matter of fact, he's a master Jedi. He is. So he's got no excuse. No. He should see through that, but I can understand. You see Mitch throwing for four completions. It's like, there's no way they win the game. 
Unbelievable that the Bears are getting it done. 17 to 3, and they're 3 and 4 in a division that seems wide open now with the Rodgers injury. Panthers dropped to 4 and 3. Vikings are clearly the best in that division. Vikings do look good. In fact, they got a big win at home over the Ravens now that you bring them up. The problem is their backfield is a question mark, but they're riding the hot hand. Jared McKinnon had been great the last two weeks, trying to see who's going to take over after the Dalvin Cook injury. On Sunday, it was Latavius Murray and Teddy Bridgewater could be coming back by week 10. So Viking fans, you might have your option. Sorry, Sam, you can't stay healthy. Case, you've been doing a good job, but we're going to slide Teddy back in here now. He's going to take us to the promised land. So looking positive for the Vikings. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater, honorable mention dub last week. Now, the other game that Football Yoda picked was the Sunday Nighter Falcons and Patriots, which was deemed as the rematch. Yeah. From from the Super Bowl. Now, he was damn confident about this. He was one. really confident. And what he had told me when we met was, look, if there's one game this year the Falcons are going to get up for, he thought it was to get some revenge on the Patriots. Wait, so that that's so sad. They couldn't get up? They couldn't get it up. They were literally. That's the worst, dude. They go in there limp. I mean, you can't limp your way into an limping NFL Limping around game. the entire game. That makes no sense. Stat of the game between the end of the Super Bowl and the first unanswered points that the Patriots put up in this game that totaled 54 unanswered points that the Falcons uh, could not answer to. Oh, dear God. That is some sad stuff. Thank yeah. you, Bab. Thank you for getting out of your schoolwork and coming and do the, the more important thing, and that's bring some good stuff to the show. Yeah, that was a good nugget there. Yeah, the Patriots got up 23 to nothing. The Patriots looked back to form, though. The thing that's been so dominant about this Patriots era is they can just win anyway. If it's if their defense needs to step up, they'll get it done. If, they, if it's a ground and pound, they need to close the game, just run it all over the place, they can do that. If they need Brady to throw the ball 50 times for 500 yards, they can win that way. So true, man. Yesterday, they just got it done. They looked like the Patriots of old and a serious, legit Super Bowl contender. And for the Falcons, they look like the slump that everyone thought they were going to have this year. Man, they're not putting up points. The Dolphins shut them out in the second half last game, and then they don't put up a took touchdown. Three it took till the end of the game. I was going to say, it was minutes. like four minutes left in the game, and Julio Jones finally getting his touchdown. And how much of a schmuck does he look like just bragging about, oh, yeah, 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 you know, doing his little celebration while he's down 23-7 to seven with like three minutes left in the game. That always bothers me. The Thursday nighter was, and, and how about this, dude? You and I trolled Thursday night football for a while before the season. Turns out it's been an incredible year for Thursday night football And games. guess what? Now that you say that, we're going to have a stinker with my Dolphins on Thursday night. So you thanks. think so? It's like a no-hitter. Walchick, you just don't talk about it, right? And what'd you do? You, I, had to, you overzealous, you jerk. Yeah, and I now did. the Dolphins are about to be make a fool of themselves on national freaking television. Well, the Raiders got a win God, that they damn. had to have against the Chiefs. And credit, look, the Chiefs still looked good. I'm not knocking the Chiefs at all in terms of where I think they are in the NFL power ranking hierarchy they're still really good came down to the bleeping wire it took what four was it four plays they ran four it was like three untimed downs because there kept being penalties raiders had the ball at the two yard line and they keep throwing touchdowns but every time they do it there's a penalty so big win for the raiders they stay alive we were worried we didn't even mention last week something that i i thought of after the show Jameis's injury and how that could affect tampa bay that team you picked to go to the playoffs this year i did the hard knocks bunch you thought they were going to have a hell of a year i sure did dude well they go to buffalo and i gotta ask your opinion on the bills i don't know if you saw any of this game but the bills are looking pretty good that defense is flying around making plays they're now four and two they get the win over the bucks late tyrod taylor when you look at the weapons that he's lost this offseason other than shady 
He's playing some good football at the quarterback position. Tyrod's always been underrated, in my opinion. I like him a lot. I, he's he's a good scrambler, obviously, but he's an underrated thrower from the pocket. He can go deep. I mean, the dude's got a cannon. So I think Tyrod Taylor has always been underrated, and that Bills defense is freaking studly. But there's something about the Bills, man. They always find a way to just collapse. I mean, we've seen them a handful of times in the last five, six years where they come out a little bit strong. And the next thing you know, come where? they're 6-10. and 10. Strong. Who's their head coach now? I think it's Sean McDermott. I think you're right. That's right. I he he came from uh, Carolina. Carolina. He's a defensive yeah. guy, and, and the defense is playing. That's really what they really are winning games for him. But LaShawn McCoy is obviously a stud. I mean, they do have some good things going right now. I cannot stand the Bills. I guarantee they smoke the Dolphins in at least one of the two games that they still have to play. You hate the Bills more than you hate the Jeets. Oh, man. It's like a coin flip, truly. Hey, I, I can mean, totally understand like, that. Who are we playing this week? Yeah. And that's who I hate the most. Two teams that you and I both think have a lot of young talent. We've talked about them. They actually played last week, and it was a fun game. The Rams dominated the Cardinals, who, granted, they took your biggest L. They lost their starting quarterback. Grandparents, man. And, and their I mean, come two on. senior citizen veterans, Fragile. Peterson Fitzgerald. Fragile. They suffered because of it. But the Young Buck Rams, led by Gurley and Goff, 33 to nothing, big-time winners. And then the Jags on the other side, smothering the Colts on the road, a big 27 to nothing game. Look, the best thing they're doing is Blake Bortles isn't having to have to perform, and he is not the reason they're winning. That defense, could they be the best in football? They they are so fast. They've got so much young talent. Other than Patrick Peterson, Jalen Ramsey's the best cornerback in the league right now. Miles Jack is flying around playing with his hair, like, looking like the potential top five pick everybody thought he would be minus the injury. They have been unreal. Granted, it's the Colts and it's Jacoby Brissett. I get it. But this is a team who put up some points against teams. The Jags are looking good, man. And they are 4-3, and three, and that division is up for grabs. Anytime you can win games with Blake Bortles as your quarterback and Doug Marone as your head coach, your defense must be off the freaking chain. So, yeah, I, I, would, I would have to say Jacksonville. When you talk about the best, I mean, you usually go right to Seattle and Denver. But in terms of actually how they're playing right now, I think it's pretty safe to say Jacksonville's head and shoulders the best defense in football when you bring up denver their defense didn't play poorly yesterday but they lose 21 to nothing to san diego the chargers defense flexing their muscles a bit what i mean that's just the funny part about the nfl i mean literally a month ago we're we know raving nothing. about the broncos and the chargers can do nothing philip rivers got one foot out the door retirement on the horizon and now melvin gordon and philip rivers look like a dynamic duo it's insane. Chargers, what's happening? Three I don't know. Four. The Dolphins beat them. I mean, literally, the Dolphins beat the Chargers. That's so funny how you look at that as a negative. The Cowboys got smoked by the Broncos. They did, yes. It's like, what is happening? Like, you just don't know on a week-to-week -week basis. It is so up and down, and that's why I think for any team, especially the Cowboys, who kind of have, you know, a pretty good recipe for success besides a not very good defense. I mean, the, the whole league, and especially the NFC, is just so wide open, dude, that it doesn't matter that you're not phenomenal right now or hitting on all cylinders. I mean, no one is that good. You just got to stay alive. You just, just got to exactly. stay alive. You just, if you play stay your best alive, football, yep. Thanksgiving on. Like Tom Brady said, we quoted it a couple weeks ago. He's famously been on record stating numerous times, the season doesn't start till after Thanksgiving. That's when you need to be firing. Just stay alive. See what you can do. That's what a lot of teams are doing right now. The Steelers at home, that's a lock. You know they're always going to beat the Bengals at home. It seems like every single year. 
Anytime Cincinnati goes to Pittsburgh, they lose Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell and Zeke, two guys started off a little slow for various different reasons, are now looking like the one, two top backs again in the NFL where they should be. And the butt snorkelers are so thankful for it, man. Le'Veon Bell led us to victory once again. We started out 0-4. Uh-oh, butt snorkelers. Three in a row, baby. You trade raped half the league. in a row. Should have stepped in and done Thank something. Thank you, Le'Veon Bell. Like I said last week, probably going to be the MVBS because you are, my friend, the most valuable butt snorkeler. And then to wrap our NFL talk, the thing that was most shocking to me was how much struggles the Tennessee Titans had in Cleveland. Marcus Mariota could do nothing. Even before that, we need to go back to Pittsburgh and acknowledge oh, the fact talk? that Martavis Bryant is like oh. begging to get out of there. Well, yeah, well, you tried to cover up for him last week. Like, he didn't really want to get out of there. Well, Maybe he made a mistake. Next thing you know, he's talking about how he's better than Juju Smith, and he should be playing, and they need to get him out of there, and it's a it's a whole thing now. He called in sick today, literally. He called in sick to work today, Martavis Bryant. Mm. So he wants to get out of there. Who knows what's going on? I can tell you, as the owner of the Butt Snorkelers, he's on my roster. I thought it was a great pick. When I drafted him, he's done virtually nothing for me all season. I mean, he's a consistent two points a game in fantasy. So that, that tells me he's obviously not doing much. I don't know if they're not targeting him. I know I saw Ben Roethlisberger overthrow him about 50 times in the first three games. I don't know about what's gone on in the last few games, but he's obviously not performing, and he's a little bit butthurt about it. It's a name to watch. I need Devontae Parker back for my fantasy teams. That's why I asked about him. Earlier. Well, I, I think Thursday night's going to be your night. Hope he plays well. Hope Marcus Mariota gets better, too, because he's starting for me in two leagues, and he looked bad. It's amazing when you don't have a running game. Yeah, but that was another one we thought going into How the year. That we things. thought Tennessee was on the rise, and we thought Marcus Mariota was due for a breakout season, and they don't look that great. I mean, they were winning some games, but, but again, but again no, yeah, but nobody, uh, nobody's winning yeah. that great. I mean, there's no one that's that good, so it's hard to really hate on anybody because nobody's really that good at all. NFL, man. Why do you have this confused look on your face? She's getting a random phone call from a Denton area code, which is weird. Wow. You don't even live in Denton anymore. Not but anymore. you do, but you're in Denton right now. I'm in Denton right now. Does somebody know that? You got a little got a little Maybe they're like, hey, you need to get out of there. A little booty call action? No, I doubt that. I'm in a committed relationship, so I would respectfully decline. Although mm. I'm flattered. Oh, looks like I was calling you. Oh, was it? That's on me there, pal. Nosebleed Seats Podcast, Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, Producer Bab. We now shift gears to more pigskin, but on the collegiate level. Collegiate? Collegiate. Collegiate? Collegiate. With a T, with right? A, with a T. Not with a C at the end. Now, I, I realized I said it sounded kind of like that, but I meant collegiate, I guess. Legit, too legit to quit. We'll move on. Start off with uh, your your famous, your love, your life, the Miami Hurricanes. Oh, if anybody makes me happy, it's McCain's. Isn't that right, Michael Irvin? Isn't that right, Michael Irvin? Where's the coked out Michael Irvin? Miami wins! Thank you, Mike. Welcome to the party. It's another Miami victory. The Syracuse Orangemen beat Clemson two weeks ago. Not strong enough for my Canes, though, baby. And we keep winning games at the wire, dude. I mean, it keeps coming down to the end. It's ridiculous. 27-19, they're able to hold off the Orangemen. It's a beautiful, beautiful time in Coral Gables. Hey, look at Malik Rozier, though. 
quietly putting up some new Almost 400 yards, two touchdowns. He is putting up numbers. They're, I mean, the offense, they're making it really easy for him. All right. But listen, it's working right now. So I'm happy about it. He's playing pretty stinking good. And our running game's decent. I mean, the whole the whole team is it's really not phenomenal. We're etching out these victories against not phenomenal teams. We'll see what happens when we play Virginia Tech in two weeks. That is, if we don't slip up against North Carolina Tar Heels, who are garbage this year. But that's what we got Saturday. And then the week after, we're Virginia Tech. I think we're on the road at Virginia Tech. Blacksburg, Virginia, whatever it's called. It's a tough called. place it's a to tough play. Place they're like 14th in the country right now. They're badass. Their only loss is against Clemson. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm still, I think the jury's still out on Miami a little bit. But, hey, it's a good time right now. And I know me and Michael Irvin are just partying. Canes at number eight in the Bulls. Vontech at 13. That'll be a fun game. It just brings me back to, like, childhood growing up when you had Miami and Virginia Tech fighting to go to the Rose Bowl. You Dude, know? such a fun time, Or the time, Orange man. Bowl every you got year. some Michael Vick action. Hey, some Tyrod Taylor action. Yeah. Tyrod Taylor, I mean, former. He was in there. Some Marcus Vick. Yeah. They had some players. They did their thing. The majority of the top four were good. Penn State, though, probably the most impressive. Well, it's debatable, but they had one of the top two most impressive wins of the weekend. Absolutely smothering Michigan at home, 42-13. to For me, folks, it's, it's, it's case, clo- case closed. I don't care what happens the rest of the year. Saquon Barkley is hands down, should win the Heisman Trophy. He is your winner. And coach of the year, remember, and he should be uh, the Butkus Award winner for the linebacker. Just hand all the awards to Barkley. He's doing it all, man. He is doing it all. I love that guy so much. They're overworking him. I mean, literally. You think so, too much? I mean, at halftime, he's making recruiting trips. Yeah. I mean, they got this guy doing it all. It's too much. It's nice when you can teleport, though. But he's dominating that Saquon. Oklahoma not looking too hot. They go on the road. They almost lose to K-State. They have to come back at the end. They pull it out, which ultimately, hey, the pull-out method, as long as you can get it done correctly, you win, you win. 42-35. to 35. But it's risky, man. It's risky. They make, they keep it close. It's very risky. We already talked about Texas. Look, the Longhorns and Longhorn fans, I don't know if it's enough that they play hard and they come close. And they're gritting it in, but they just don't get it done at the end of the game. And when, and when you don't finish, it's like, why did why why did we even do this why in the first place? Why did we place? start? Why did we you start know? if we're not going to finish? If you ain't first, you're last. But the other team that we were, our, I was focusing on when I said other than Penn State might have had the biggest, most impressive win of the weekend, the Irish of Notre Dame. Also on Miami's schedule, so if we do oh. get past Virginia Tech in a couple weeks, we do have Notre Dame like in a month. Ooh, so we'll really find out how good Miami if is. My, yeah, exactly. If Miami goes undefeated, then hey, they're a heck of a football team, but I, I don't think there's any way we beat Virginia and Notre Dame. I think we're at least losing to one of those. Well, I really didn't think Notre Dame was going to be too good this year. I didn't either. They beat a USC team who both of us liked a lot. Sammy they D, would be man. in the playoff with Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. You wonder about him now. Is he going to come out first round pick? Is he going to be our first overall pick? I mean, is he even going to want to do that is he going to pull a liner stay at school i hear he's got a little bit of issues with helton the head coach it's like who knows what's gonna happen the with team this guy might i don't know if helton's gonna be there next year because they seem like they quit they seem like they just stopped playing football at the end of that one yeah notre dame is is low-key really freaking good and i'm excited for that miami matchup if, if they miami can still go in there undefeated but i still think the most impressive thing in all of college football this weekend. Right up there with Saquon Barkley's just dominance in all facets of college football. But it was the balls on that Tennessee player who scored a touchdown 
and immediately ran right up to the crowd in Alabama and gave him the double middle finger like he had planned for it since last season. I mean, this guy, with all the confidence Their in the only world, touchdown of the, the game. only touchdown of the game, you're down now like 56 to 7. The spread was like 39 points in Alabama covered. You score a touchdown and your first reaction, it's not even a reaction. It is something that you've planned clearly. The moment you score a touchdown, you're running right up to the wall of Alabama fans and you are giving them the double middle finger bird right there on CBS Network. It was freaking, it was it was one of the greatest, it was the ballsiest thing I've ever seen. What do you it think wasn't Butch a reaction. Jones did? Oh, Butch Jones. He My his, gosh, that face. That butt chin. No, he, he, is he butt chinny? I don't know how butt chinny is. He's not that. He doesn't have the bill of buying. He does look like he just got out of like the, the tan fake and bake. He's he, he's not quite the butt chin of Bill O'Brien. No, O'Brien's got. The but butt he's got chin. that scour on his face. It's just so tough to look at. And I'm surprised he's still the head coach. Well, Tennessee screwed themselves because they haven't marketed with their recruits and everything. Hey, come be a volunteer. They've marketed Butch Jones. And now, yeah, he's probably going to be out there on the trash heap along with Hugh Freeze. Can you believe this? The Phoenix Suns in the NBA are three games into their season. They've already fired their head coach. Butch Jones is still coaching for the Tennessee Volunteers. I don't get it. I mean, he's got guys double middle fingers. I mean, that was it was the ballsiest thing I've seen in college football in decades. Well, looking ahead to next week, there are some good games on the calendar. I think first and foremost, the one everyone's looking at, Saquon Barkley and those Penn State Nittany Lions. They're going to the shoe to take on Ohio State, a win for the Buckeyes, and they are right back in the playoffs, folks. Look out. They're Buckeyes coming. are badass. That's going to be a sweet game. It's it's in Ohio State. It is. Uh, I think from what I hear, from what I hear, I haven't seen it, but from what I hear, J.T. Barrett actually looks like a Division One starting quarterback. Wait, what? He can throw the ball now? In the last month, something crazy has happened. The quarterback whisperer, Urban Meyer, has put some little magic potion on old JT Barrett and turned him in to supposedly a solid quarterback. But he always put up stats right against the lesser opponents, but in the big games against actual defenses, he struggles. Exactly. So that's what we will see. That's what, that's what we will see come Saturday. I want to see it for myself. It's just uh, on the rumor mill there, through the grapevine, I'm hearing, hey, JT Barrett's looking pretty good. But... Got to see it for myself. So I'm excited for the game. I have no idea who to pick. I mean, I always want to just go with the home team, but the Saquon Barkleys are just so badass. They are. I, I, I'm hoping the Penn State storyline continues, man. The, nit, the Nittany Barkleys. I, I like it. I, I think that's a fun story to watch, and, and I love Barkley. I want him to be playing in the playoff with a chance to make a run. I mean, it would just be crazy to see Penn State in the national title game. You mean the Saquon Barkleys? Yes, the Saquon Barkleys. I want him to go all the way. Big game in the Big 12 this weekend. Yeah, West Virginia hosting Oklahoma State. Penn State, Ohio State, we talked about. Georgia at Florida. Georgia, we keep waiting. I know you and I are thinking, we've said it before, they're chilling at number three. They're looking really good. They're undefeated. But where's that slip-up going to be? Is Kirby Smart changing the culture? Maybe they can actually make it all the way to the SEC title game unbeaten. And then NC State, who's a sneaky bunch this year, they're at number 14 in the country. They're traveling to the Irish to take on Notre Dame. Maybe the Irish will have a letdown after an explosive win against USC this weekend. We'll see. We shall see. I hope for the big game's sake that the Irish remain undefeated until that Miami game and vice versa with Miami, obviously. I would love for that to just be a huge game of two top 10 teams by then. I mean, who knows? It could be top five. But NC State is a pretty dang good team, believe it or not, the freaking Wolfpack. And, and, and I haven't known an NC State. I couldn't name you an NC State player. Me either. Since Phillip Rivers. Yeah, I couldn't either. 
Can anybody? I mean, seriously. I will give you for, till the rest of the show. Well, Jacoby Brissett. Okay. All right. Wow. That's that's about you. it. You're that's freaking about genius. That's about all I got. Well, I can't. Name, I couldn't name a single NC State player. And look at them. They're phenomenal. Even though, actually, right now they may have crap. I can't remember his name, but I think they have a pass rusher. I think. I think NC State currently has a pass rusher that is like vicious, like badass top 10 pass rush NFL beast kind of guy. Can't remember his name either. So. Um, basically useless at this point. But, hey, NC State, Notre Dame, should be a pretty good game. It should be. Enjoy that next weekend, you college football fanatics. I know we'll be enjoying it. It's the No Split Seats podcast. I'm Zach Woolchuck alongside Eric Chiafalo and producer Bab. That's the first half of the show. We're going to step aside. We're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors, the Diamond Broker and our boys at WBLZ Sports. Love we, those guys. We got balls, baby. We'll be right back. It's the No Split Seats. Hello, I'm Robert of the Diamond Broker. Over the past 30 years, many jewelry stores have come and gone, but we are still here. We are Dallas's original Diamond Broker, and our A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and a proven track record with thousands of satisfied customers sets us apart. The Diamond Broker has been the go-to source for loose diamonds, engagement rings, and special occasion jewelry. We were one of the first companies in DFW to offer diamonds directly from the cutters. With over $2 million in loose diamonds to choose from, the Diamond Broker is the most respected wholesale broker because we guarantee the color, clarity, and cut of every diamond sold. We offer good old-fashioned value and service, no gimmicks and no hassles. When shopping for an engagement ring, a pre-owned Rolex, or special occasion diamonds, visit the Diamond Broker. Ask around. Someone you know has done business with us. The Diamond Broker, Dallas original Diamond Broker at Preston and Forest in Dallas or on the web at diamondbrokerdallas.com. Hey, guys. This is Chris Sly, the fantasy guy from The Morning Rant. This is how the show is now. Coach is gone. We've gone completely monotone. I'm hoping that you're going to listen every weekday, Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. This ain't like those other WBLZ shows, damn it. This is like Mr. T in the flesh. You know what I'm saying? Chains around my neck because they dangle low to my sandals with socks with WBLZ sandals. Because I got shirts and sandals and hats and pants and shorts and boxes and tattoos. Because I don't give a damn. This is the morning rant. Talk like it. This ain't the other shows. They don't censor us. They try to censor us. They do censor us because we ain't those other guys. We make those other guys quit. We made them tap out. They wear shirts that say tap out on that's cool. Yeah. Real cool, bro. Yeah. Real cool, you quitter. We don't tap out. We fight to the bitter end. Look at my teeth. You know what I mean. Looks like I fight with crack. But I don't. I fight sports fans. I believe LeBron James is the greatest. Me, bro. Shut up. I don't want to hear that crap. This is the morning rant. This is WBLZ Sports. If you're a real sports fan, this is where you're supposed to be. If you're a cupcake, candy cane world, this ain't where you're supposed to be. No candy canes. I already proved that once. I like cupcakes. Love cupcakes. I eat them every day. Everything, just like if you're a cupcake, come around, I'll eat you too. This is the Morning Rant, WDLZsports.com. I'm the coach, my favorite. You want real sports talk? That's where you come. <laughs> Chris I has nothing for it. That's it. Hey, this is Webb from the 8-Bit Bros, and I got to tell you, whether it be for your industrial, commercial, or residential needs, Gen Services is the electrical contractor for you. The Gen Services team has the expertise, commitment, and educational years to help you solve all of your electrical concerns. They have you in their best interest with helpful suggestions to accommodate your every want. Give them a call no matter the size of the job at 740-438-7173. Mention WBLZ Sports and you'll get a discount. 
That's Gen Services, 740-438-7173. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, E. Glaze, one half of the dopest sports show on radio, the Crush Sports Talk. Check us out every Tuesday through Thursday right here on WBLZ Sports from 3 to 5 p.m. The Dopest Sports Show on radio with your boy E. Glaze and Maceo Heard right here on WBLZ Sports. We've got balls. Doug Pepper painting and pressure washing. He has over 30 years of painting experience. He's interior, exterior, commercial or residential. Doug Pepper covers it all. Is your house looking ugh? We'll call on Doug. Doug Pepper Painting and Pressure Washing, 404-966-3361. Mention WBLZ Sports and get a special We've Got Balls discount. That's Doug Pepper Painting and Pressure Washing, 404-966-3361. We are the Nosebleed Seeds Podcast. Zach Wolchuk, that is me, Eric Chiafalo, and producer Bab riding along with you. I like this song, Bab. What is this? Who knows? Oh, really? You don't have a clue? I figured you were putting your own little touch on this. This is one of like, your favorite songs. You are a rock and roll kind of guy. I am, but I'm also trying to do homework tonight, and so the music's just kind of, you right. know, whatever it happens whatever to place. be. Bab, go, do, yeah. go do your homework. Whatever, Bab. All right, so all I'm going to need you to do here, Bab, is for this segment... Of course, hit us with the uh, with the intro, and then I just got two audio cuts in there, but I'll, I'll definitely throw it to you so you can focus on your homework and let me talk. Okay. All right, so now it's time. Really? Yes. You have your pants on? Oh, almost. Get them on. Hurry up. Ah, they're on, All dude. Right, they're everybody, on. get your weird pants, shirts, undies, socks, shoes on, ready to go. It's Let's Get Weird with Wolchuk. Let's just get vaped out right now. I'm looking to get weird. That's weird, man. You guys ready to get weird tonight or what? Don't say weird shit. Time to get weird with Walt Jump, baby. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Nice, Walchick. I'm freaking fired up, man. Weirdy, weirdy, weird. Episode 36. My weird pants got a little bit tighter, dude. I don't know what happened. Did I, I get bigger? Down. Look yeah. at me. Look down there. Is it bigger? It's bigger. I knew it. Dude, it's... they're tighter. Yeah, I know you've been doing the squats, and I'll I think order it's a new working. Pair. I'll order a new pair. It... No, no, no. I like it tight. Always have. Tight like a toyga. What you got for me, man? All right, so I got three delicious oh, stories coming your way. First one, short one. Next two got audio. Going to be fun. I'm turned on already. Sweet. This one... You and I love a good jailbreak. Always have. Gosh, so romantic. This one, specifically romantic. Headline, to briefly escape Oklahoma jail to visit their girlfriend. Hey, man, that's what you do for love. That is what you call love. So an Oklahoma sheriff says two inmates briefly escape to visit their girlfriends and, get this, smoke marijuana. Hey. And then they walked back to jail. Hey, man, sometimes you just need a little hit and a bang. Yeah. So and they, you're good. they escape prison. They visit their girls. They smoke a little dope de doo They do their thing. And then they just decide, all right, time to go back to the jail. It was a conjugal visit with Mary Jane. Choctaw County Sheriff Terry Park tells the Oklahoman that inmates, and yes, this is not a joke. His name is, one of their names are 
Harley Davidson. You're kidding me. And Rakeem Lennox waited for jail staff to leave the area near their room about 10.30 p.m. on a Wednesday. I had no idea Harley was in prison. Harley Davidson. I, that son of a gun. I don't know how you become... That's your name? I don't know if there's any relation there. I had assumed not. I, I assume that's the creator of the motorcycle company. The sheriffs say the men entered the booking room to steal a laundry room door key and then fled. Respect. The sheriff says they returned to the county jail on foot after midnight and could face additional charges. He says both men were in jail for drug possession. <laughs> yeah, so they got, they got pot for pot. They went to prison for pot. I mean, that just makes me sick. But they're smart well, enough to get out. it doesn't specify that it was the marijuana. It was just drug possession as a whole. So it could have been harder drugs is the reason they were in there for. But they did leave to go smoke the marijuana. So marijuana, it could have been cocaine? Marijuana and cocaine. Marijuana and cocaine. They, you think they eat that stuff? Like for breakfast? You can eat it? I don't know. Some people do from, from what I've heard. I would play the drops. But, but you're doing homework. Okay, because, yeah. no, because... It's the bed music. It's the bed music. We've got a new system here. Yeah. So oh. we don't have as, as the, much dual As ability. the system is being transitioned, I have one audio channel, so Gosh, I have to it. stop the bed music to play the drops. All I, that's all I, all I wanted was some cocaine sounders, man. We've heard plenty of it. It's all right. Oh, let's stop. You no, never you hear plenty stop. of those. You stop it. All right, get back on your thing. All right, if we had a, a bong rip effect, that would be appropriate, not the snorting. No, the, it's always in effect. Stop it. <laughs> Krista Forrester, we've so disappointed in you, Walchick. Next story. Are you, you, I know you're a guy who sings in the shower. You just look like the kind of dude that does it. Not only do I sing in the shower, I sing just constantly in my apartment. Like I'm just, I, I'm just singing pretty much all the time, believe it or not. Really? Do you sing I, in the car? That's my main question. Yeah, I definitely sing in the car. What's your favorite song to sing? Like you have one where you're just like, all no, right. No, don't do that to me. I mean, it's like, I'm what's my hard. favorite movie? What's my favorite song? I mean, there's plenty of songs, but I mean, if I'm really getting to it, probably Hot in Here by Nelly okay. and Yeah by Usher. There we go. Do you Those roll the windows down and just blare it to the rooftop? I'm not necessarily trying to have an audience, you know, it's kind okay. of like a, it's a, it's a moment of solace for me. It's almost more meditation. Interesting. So I use it for, for that benefit. So I don't really need the eyes on me that way. So I, I usually keep the windows up and then just have a solo concert. It, it kicks ass. So how, what if you got pulled over because you were just singing to a song? Cop says, hey, were you were you screaming? And you say, yeah, I was singing along to my favorite song, Everybody Dance Now. Of course I'm going to be screaming. Next thing you know, you get a ticket for it. A ticket for singing? You get a $117 traffic ticket. That is what happened to our dear poor friend in Montreal, Canada. Bab, this is Cut 10. Hear the story now. Lots of people like to sing along to songs while they drive, but one Montreal area man was pulled over and ticketed for doing so. Taufik Muwala told the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation that he was belting out the lyrics to the 90s dance tune what a Gonna name. Make You Sweat, Everybody Dance Now, when he noticed flashing lights behind him. He said police asked him, Did you scream loudly? Muwala went on to explain he was just singing. Officers then reportedly handed him a screaming in public ticket that equals roughly 117 U.S. dollars. Muella, in an interview with the Canadian television network, said he didn't make a fuss about the fine at the time, which was in late September, but has since appeared in court to file a challenge to the violation. He also told the reporter that when he informed his wife about the fine, she told me if it was for singing, I'd have given you a ticket for $300. Was, was that an automated voice? Like, was that pew, a computer? Pew, pew, pew. Like, what yeah, was that? There's I, no way that was like a news broadcast. That was the thing that upset me. It was just the video that was on this site explaining it, but I couldn't pronounce his name. 
So oh, yeah. I needed Mafi the guy. Tuwalu or something. I still don't even know what the heck his name really is. Muwala? Something Honestly, Muwala. I thought Canada, I, I figured their laws would be less strict. Like, I've never heard that here in America, like, anybody having that happen to them. Like, I sing all the time. Hit it, Bab! Is this yours? Is this your jam? This is what he was singing to. Yeah, but this is your jam. Oh, whose jam is this not? Fair point. Oh! Dude, you're... Man, that cop oh. is a jerk, dude. Yeah. Yeah, what he should have done is turn this up. Been like, can you feel the music? Everybody dance now, officer. Then he started dancing. They'd have been broskies. He'd have laughed it off, said just... Hey, warning, roll up your window, sir. No ticket necessary. I guess this dude must have been that bad at singing, like his wife said. She'd have given him a $300 ticket. Shots there, fired. I'm thinking he either sucked that bad or this guy was really like going nuts and like going head out the window, like raging, like literally being reckless endangerment to all other cars on the highway. Like, that's the only thing I can think of. Otherwise, this is the biggest bleep hole of a cop. Of all the bleep hole cops out there, I will say right now, on record, this is the worst This is the worst crime a cop has ever committed. Terrible. Blasphemy. This song is a trophy to society and should be blared from the rooftops at any point. This song freaking rides, man. Yeah. Huh. Dude, the dance floor. Damn, that's fire, dude. Honestly, I forgot how fire this song was. Dude, CNC Music Factory, baby. They got the jam. CNC Music Factory? Yes. Dude, I'm totally getting that. That's going on the Apple Music playlist, dog. That's straight fire. That cop's a bleep hole, dude. Biggest bleep hole of the freaking week, dude. Right there. Yeah, he gets the award, right? Can we he say gets that? the award. He gets he the gets award for this week. Bleep hole of the week. That cop. He does. Next story. Gosh, that was Damn, that was good. That was a good one. Yeah, that was Sweet. good. No, that was really good. Let's see if I can hit another home run here with this third one. I'm pulling for you, bud. So, movie uh, with Gerard Butler, who sexy, one of the sexiest men. Very, very King sexy. Leonidas. King Leonidas. Mm. I mean, one of the most badass of all badasses in badassery. Yes, he is. So, he stars in a new movie called Geostorm, which came out this weekend. Reviews, not good. Did not have much success. Uh-oh. Don't think I will see it, but... The promoters of Geostorm, they decided to pull off a little prank on some people. I Who like it. Who doesn't love a good prank? When, hey, when it's not me getting pranked, I'm all in, baby. So, the new Geostorm movie happens to be about satellites that control the weather, and they go haywire. So, you got, like, freaky, freezing stuff going on here in New York when it's the summertime, really. Kind Sounds of like your kind of movie, Walter. It does. Uh, we'll see. So, the people from Geostorm got set designers together, and they went ahead and basically closed off a street and froze it. So, they've, they've got actors that look like they're frozen. Icicles are sticking from their face. They look like it's snowing outside. Full-on production, movie-worthy. Like, you and I would believe this if we were to just randomly turn the corner, boom, what the heck's going on? 2017, man. They've got a taxi that's involved in this prank, and it's just picking up random people in New York, and what it does is it turns off to the street, and they've also had a news anchor record a fake breaking news story that all of a sudden the weather is going haywire. So, bam, this will be cut number 11. Dude, that's badass. Where is this? It's in New York. In New York. Yeah, it's badass. Oh, my so God. Here's, this is really here's cool, Here's the people actually. getting pranked. All right. It's so gorgeous out. I got lost. It could be overwhelming. Yeah, I'm exciting. I'm actually from the Virginia area. 
We interrupt this program with alarming breaking news. An extraordinary freezing storm is currently affecting parts of the tri-state area. This is winter-like weather. Did he say winter? Dangerous ice storm hits. Oh, hell no! Experiencing sudden and extreme drops in temperature and severe icing conditions. This is happening very rapidly in some areas within seconds for everyone to stay indoors. Wait, where are we? It is happening with alarming speed below freezing. Reports of similar ice weather coming in from around the globe. The next. <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? What just happened? What the hell? This is amazing. Oh, wow. What's going on here? What is that? So they had a man run up no, to the car and try and get in. Why won't it move? It's literally God, I hate that. doesn't love a good prank man oh my gosh dude that was brilliant oh that was good they got him good hey the production value a plus i'd have believed it if i were stuck in this taxi so where did gerard butler come in he just where stars was gerard? in the movie he wasn't in this prank but he stars in the movie wow you see I, I thought gerard was behind this whole thing no he's in the movie well, but he wasn't part of this prank that's a downer yeah sorry batch if you want to see gerard go check out the movie geostorm and they should pay me for that plug. Dude, I'm sure it won't be as bad as it. Like if you if you can go sit through it and enjoy yourself, Geostorm is probably Oscar huh, I mean probably Oscar worthy. <laughs> nah, I don't I don't think so. You like it, man. I mean, come on. Who didn't like it? Anyone with half a mind. So just you. Yep. Just me. Nose Lead Seeds podcast here. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bab. I think it's time now to switch gears. What the, what the hell? What the hell? We're supposed to go around the rim right now. I thought we were doing NBA. Bab, what is happening? You should be doing your homework, Bab. The hell is this? Oh, quick puck is back. Oh, my God. Oh, geez, you I dirty dog. did not miss this. How the hell? You slipped really? In. Hockey? You slipped right in there. Wait, so hockey, they're, they're oh, still yeah. doing that thing? No, they're do, they're, the, the thing started again. You're kidding. All right, yeah. well, it's uh, Nosebleed Seats quick puck time, I suppose. Bab, what do you got I for us? I guess so. Well, the stars over the past week, I'll try and keep it simple and short here. They went and super quick. Undefeated. 3-0 over the past week with a... Uh, oh, Dallas. Uh, stars. With Dallas. A, Stars. Shout out to Hitchcock. With a 3-1 win. Yes, that's great, by the way. Now for quick puck that our coach's name is Ken Hitchcock. Hitchcock and uh, them boys. So they beat Arizona 3-1 on Tuesday. They beat Arizona again 5-4 on Thursday. And then Carolina 4-3 on Saturday. Gosh, the Coyotes, hot, by the man. way, the Arizona Coyotes have not won a game yet. Ooh, they not are, good. They are, Ooh. 07, they are 0-7 and 1 through eight games. That's the worst start in franchise history and the worst start in the NHL since the 1997 Chicago Blackhawks, Ouch. who started 0-7. Keep, Keep talking dirty, man. Mm, I love uh, it. I'm aroused. The worst ever, and they could hit it, is the, like uh, 40, it's it? the 1943 New York Rangers who started, uh, who lost their first 11 games. Does anybody hit it better than them? Uh, no. So the Vegas Golden Knights in their first every year expansion team. They're six and one right now. Are six and one. And yes. you've got the Arizona Coyotes winless. Winless. Eric is on the ground laughing right now. Uh, so 
Yeah, the stars overall. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the stars overall have a uh, four-game win streak that dates back to October 14th. They're now five and three on the year, good for third place uh, in the Central Division. And Toughest division in hockey. And they're at Colorado tomorrow to start off a five-game road trip. All Damn, right. that was some fire, bad. Came in strong and fast and, and loose. Hard as freaking heck. Love that. Quick Puck is back. Expect some blaring action in your face. I love a good reach around. I kind of like surprise. that. Where it just yeah, that surprise thing. Like, if, Bab, if you want to start doing that, where you just totally just come out of the woodworks with some sexy, yeah. quick stuff. There's I mean, no need to even preheat the oven because it's already hot. Thank you. I mean, I proposed a while back doing CFL and chill. No, no. That's Bab, where we draw the line. Bab, let's get back okay. to that homework. <laughs> yeah, Bab. Come on, dude. Don't don't push it. Let's go around the rim, huh? All right. No Split Seats Podcast. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chief, follow producer Bab. NBA is back, and now we are going around the freaking rim. It is our job to take you around the rim, and that's what we are going to do. NBA season is here. Rim around. We have Andrew Wiggins hitting game winners. We have Andre Roberson airballing free throws to lose the game, and we have Dwayne Wade getting benched and going two for nine while his wife shouts out that he likes getting his booty licked. I mean, that is about as around the rim as it gets. Rim jobs. Here we are, baby. Who the heck is Roberson? Yeah, you've asked me that. Uh, he's Tabo Cephalosha. He's the new one. Cephalosha? No offense. Airball and free Cephalosha. Get your freaking face out of here. Oh, but it's been an interesting start to the NBA season. Started hot. Opening night was good. It was dirty. It was not good if you were a, foul, or a Celtics fan, though. Well, listen, man. Gordon, all God I got to say to you, Gordon and Hayward. Gordon, I've already I've, oh, I've said my piece bitter. to you, Gordon. You bitter I've said Gordon. my piece, but listen, man. That doesn't happen if you come to Miami. That's all I'm going to say. Man. Your ankle is still attached to your freaking leg if you are in South Beach right now. You bleep hole. And that's that's it. That's all I'm going to say, Gordon. You messed up, clearly. You can you can see that now. And, hey, we'll see what happens to you next time. But Kyrie, who takes a bigger L in that situation? Is it Gordon or is it Kyrie? Oh, it's definitely Gordon. Okay. No doubt. For sure. That looked disgusting and painful. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. But yeah. man, man. Kyrie will be okay. I think the Celtics will still be okay. Okay, by what do you mean by okay? Like they will be still be a top five seed in the East easily. They were supposed to be a guaranteed top two. Well, they will make the playoffs. It's probably I, I'd even go as far to say a top four. They were, and I've heard, I've read that Gordon Hayward might be able to be back in time for the playoffs. No, 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 no. The season is so stinking long. Not as long as he's projected to return in possibly March. The playoffs don't start till April. Late April. He will be an absolute shell of himself. He will be virtually worthless, and any minute he has on that court is just to prepare him for the next season. Just like Paul George, when he came back from his, he came back and played just like eight minutes a night for the, like the final couple weeks of the season. It was nothing. It was just, hey, man, go get your confidence. Go feel like you can still do this thing. So, so you have lost any kind of confidence in the Celtics. They were a guaranteed Eastern Conference Finals contender. With the Cavs, I mean, that was pretty much, I mean, that was a collision course. And now I'm guaranteeing the opposite. There is zero chance the Celtics, unless they make a blockbuster move at the deadline or something, that team as currently constructed will not make the Eastern Conference Finals. Who beats them? I think my uh, I think my Heat could beat them. I think the Wizards could beat them. Yeah, I got Washington. I think even the Milwaukee now. Bucks, man. Giannis Antetokounmpo oh, is Giannis. unbelievable. He had an MVP week. I mean, he's averaging like forty points right now through the first four games. He's doing everything. He is an alien. I didn't believe in aliens until I met Giannis Antetokounmpo. Ant- what is it? 
Giannis, that's all you need to know. He is averaging 38.3 points a game over Gosh. his first three. That's the second best start, believe it or not, in franchise history. But that's only because a man named Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played in Milwaukee. He averaged 39 a game in the 72-73 to season. But it is unbelievable what Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak, is able to do right now. The Bucs have started off 2-1, and one, and I'm with you. They look like a contender. The Raptors, a team that I thought faded a little last year, were really good the year before, pushed Cleveland in the Eastern Finals. They look like they're back and playing pretty good ball again to start this year. They'll be in the mix. They'll definitely be in the mix. They've kind of been there, done that now. They've, they've gotten down to the Eastern semis and the Eastern Finals these last few years, so they still got DeRozan. They still got Lowry. I don't know. I think they got Serge Ibaka. Valanchunas is a pretty good center. He's a he's an underrated guy. Anytime you're in Toronto, you're going to get overlooked. But Valanchunas is a good center. But, I mean, they're, they're not going to compete with the Cavs in terms of actually beating them. Like, there's just no way. now. But, but they are a contender now that Boston's out, in my opinion. I think Toronto could easily be one of those teams that slides in as being that top two or three seed in the East. But I'm just, I'm completely off the bandwagon now for... Kyrie Irving and a bunch of guys at this point. It's Kyrie Irving and Al Horford. I mean, they traded that whole roster to get Gordon Hayward and Kyrie and that whole bunch together. And now, what do you have? You have a you have a volume scorer in Kyrie Ir Irving who's just going to dominate the ball. I mean, that we've seen what that is. That's a maybe a thirty one well, team. I'm, like, I'm I don't blanking even know. on his name now. The guy that they took in the top, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. And then they have uh, Jalen Brown didn't look bad in the opener. It seemed like he stepped up with the Hayward injury. The Duke guy, Justin something or a other. Tatum. Or Tatum, Tatum. Jason, Jason Tatum. Our, our right? own Nick Nepic, yeah, Jason Tatum, yeah. a big fan, our draft expert, a big fan of his, the former Dookie. Listen, if you're depending on a rookie guy, you're not going to be competing with LeBron James and whoever he has on the court with him. So, with I mean, I just don't see Boston doing anything at this point. Yeah, and, no. and, and, and even the Heat, even my Heat, I think, could compete. I, it is still Cleveland's, even when Boston had Gordon Hayward, I thought it would be a fun series. Exactly, It's That's still all. Cleveland's to, to, to win, though. And I, I don't think you need to worry. I know... Dwayne Wade's kind of on your, your poo list right now. I still think Wade's going to be fine. When the Cleveland Cavaliers need him, Dwayne Wade will just step up and make it happen. Listen, everything we say right now is just practically worthless because, the, like you said, the league is so long and there's going to be so many ebbs and flows and ups and downs. And Wade will have himself a couple of good weeks here and there. He'll have some, some good games. There's no doubt about it. And it'll be interesting to see his role coming off the bench. Maybe... Maybe that suits him well. I mean, I mean who knows? Yeah, no, I I think it will suit him as a sixth man. I'd like to see how he is. He's always been unselfish, role. so I think I think he'll thrive. I, I really do. Golden State started one and two. They'll probably get a feel good game tonight. They take on my Mavericks, who have not lost a single game or have not won. Excuse me, have not won a single game yet this year. Dennis Smith Jr. hasn't played the last couple games. If he's not on the court, I hate to say it. I don't know how how really much it is to worth watch. Worth watching. Can't even speak. They make me so disgusted. The Dallas Mavericks. But the Warriors will be fine. I know they're one and two. The Spurs and Rockets have looked good, undefeated to start the season. And we the Spurs don't have be. Kawhi either. No. Kawhi's probably going to be out till like Christmas time. So we won't really know but what LaMarcus the Spurs are Aldridge, until later. I thought it was weird that they gave him an extension already, but he has stepped up and played really well for them. That's true. But again, early in the season, I see him wearing down as the season goes along. He hasn't been that great for him at, since he's been there. But he has been good to start the season, so good for him. But you're right. I was kind of surprised they gave him like a, what was it, like a three-year, $30 million extension or something yes, like that? Yes, yes. But, man, I thought they were trying to get him out of there. The team we were very excited to watch, uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, after adding Mr. Jimmy Butler. Hey, the issue last year for the T-Wolves was they were 10-19 and 19 in close games with one possession in the final minutes of the fourth quarter. 
Already this year, they are 2-0 in those games. Jamal Crawford on Friday night against Utah and the Jazz. He went ahead and hit a buzzer beater to win. And Andrew Wiggins against uh, the Thunder, I believe it was Sunday? Yesterday? Last Yeah, it was yesterday. He hit a buzzer beater. So good news for the Wolves. Something that ailed them last year. They've added Jimmy Butler. They got Tom Thibodeau. They look like they're heading in the right direction. They're winning close games. The Timberwolves, a team to watch this year. And they beat Oklahoma City. Everybody's talking about Oklahoma City. Oh, my gosh, Carmelo Anthony this, Carmelo Anthony that. I mean, he's still a 20 points on 20 shots guy. And that's not winning you many basketball games. So it's just, I just don't think that highly of Oklahoma City. Yeah, I agree. I just really don't. And I love seeing the Timberwolves do well, man. Jimmy Butler's fun. Carl Anthony Towns is just a total stud. And he's getting better by the game. Jeff Teague was an underrated signing that they had. He's a solid point guard for them. And then obviously Wiggins. I mean, he's hitting game. He's hitting game winners. And him and Carl Anthony Towns are just getting better and better literally by the game. Those dudes are still growing. So I love watching the Timberwolves play. And it just, I don't know what it is. It makes me happy to see Carmelo and Russell Westbrook lose. Like, it really does. I don't know what it is I, about them. I, I just always think so, love that. Oh, I'm with you. Just they're, think they're, they're not just likable so, guys. They're, I just don't know what it is about them that I'm like, I mean, Westbrook's a, a, it's a freak show. Oh, I respect the heck out of him. Yeah, he's an unbelievable he's an absolute player. freak show. And but he, he, seems he actually like a is jerk. fun to watch. But I just love to see, I just love to see him and Carmelo lose for some reason. I don't know why, but I'm totally drinking that haterade. I'm with it tastes you. good. Honestly, no, listen, it tastes good. How good does it taste? And what kind of uh, haterade orange. is it? Orange. Orange. Oh, that was a quick one. Well, it was, I was quick, but now I want to retract it. It's actually that glacier cherry flavor. Oh. Ooh, glacier Bad, cherry. Were you about to just come in with glacier cherry? No, that stuff's disgusting. Oh, my. Okay. I don't think homework, I've tried Bab? it. Homework, Homework? Grape. It's, it's grape all the way. Orange, close second, but grape. You probably always order a straw, too, don't you? Sorry, right, you don't get that. Take we'll that straw out of your mouth. You it looks it. like you're sucking on a tiny spots. Love that. No Split Seats podcast. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Giafalo, producer Bab. And that is Around the Rim. Around the Rim. A new No Split Seats staple. Enjoy it because we'll come in. We're probably not going to add anything because the season's so damn long. How hot has this second half of the show been? We've got a little quick puck action. Then we went around the rim. I mean, this is a little bit sexier than I anticipated. It is sexy. We also, just a little tease ahead to what we got coming up, we're going to rank. We're going to have a little Halloween candy draft. Yes, we are. And then the football Yodas will finally be in the house. We got to talk to football Yoda himself. NFC East Yoda, pat on the back, my friend. Yeah, I mean, football honestly, Yoda, I don't have much to say to NFC East Yoda besides, hell. hey, great, great job. Football Yoda, we got some questions. The hell was he doing? I don't know, but I'm upset right now at him. He totally made me look bad. By the way, at halftime, the Eagles up 17-10. to 10. On the Redskins, so football Yoda looking good, three and zero. NFC East Yoda, NFC East Yoda, NFC East Yoda. I needed my opponent who had two, two Eagles players to not score fifteen points. They already have by the half. Who were those players? Uh, Ertz, the mm -hmm. tight end, and the kicker. My ball, Zach Ertz, or man, is that who you're talking about? Wait, what? My I'm talking about my ball, Zach Ertz. I don't get the reference you're making. The tight end. Yeah, he's really good. What about your balls? No, my ball. Wow, my ballzack hurts. Oh, funny, your ballzack hurts. Like it's in pain. Oh, that's. I a mean, good my one. gosh, I got to spell this out for you, Walt. <laughs> yes. Let's just. I mean, let's move on. Yes. You make me look like a freaking jerk. All right, well. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for saving the day, Mike. Thank you, thank you. So, 
no, on Nosebleed Seats Podcast here. I'm Zach Wilchuk alongside Eric Chief, producer Bab. Last week, I lost a bet. I wore a Carlos Correa jersey for the whole show Warren Astros had. Mm. They got their tushies beaten by the Yankees, and then they went on to lose the next two games. So they're down 3-2 in the ALCS, and I'm thinking, great. I'm not going to have to hear this from Bab. Houston's done. We're moving on. Woo, thank goodness. Nope. They win game seven of the ALCS, and they six are now— Six and seven, thank you. Know, you're right, you're right. Six and seven. Beat my the Yanks. And now they're moving on to the World Series. So for a brief moment, I'm going to let Bab have his fun in the sun and give us a little World Series preview and let us know how darn excited he is about his Houston Astros being in the World Series. God, I hope this is quick. Oh, oh turn on my mic. Turn on oh, your yes. freaking mic, yes. Bab. Jesus. For the first time since I mean, 2005, the Astros are going to the World Congratulations. Series. Congratulations. Oh, my Sam, goodness. Congrats, man. Tomorrow, game one is tomorrow. It's Tuesday night, or really today, because you're probably listening to the show on Tuesday. So uh, it'll be Dallas Keuchel and Clayton Kershaw in game one. Game two, Justin Verlander and Rich Hill before the series ships back thurs- uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday, excuse me, to Houston. How nervous are you? Because the one thing that I, I can talk about in this series is you Darvish now being a Dodger. Yes. He dominated the Astros when he was with the Rangers, knows yes. them very well. Are you, he, What is he starting game three? He's starting game three and game seven if necessary. Oh, so are you worried? I hope it gets to game seven. I want to see you Darvish pitch a game this seven. This needs to be done in six. Or you think or it's less. done? Yeah. I feel like really, because Kershaw's been, he's good, but he's had his hiccups. Love baseball, man. Uh, and especially because you got you got uh, Keuchel and and uh, Verlander going in games one and two in Los Angeles. What I feel I'm, like both of those are winnable games for the such Astros. Such a good matchup. I mean, I can shut the hell up. Unbelievable um, aces on the mound. So I feel like if they can get one get one and two, I feel like they might lose three at home. But then I think they could get four and five if they drop one of those, then get game six. So Just you do not like, make it go to game seven. So they could win and and they could not win, right? I mean, and we who knows. So they've got Kershaw in game one. Yes. So is Kershaw slated for one and four? Uh, yeah. No, he'd or be one and five. He'd be one and one and five. Yeah, one and five. And is Keuchel against him in both on the opposite side? Yes. Keuchel. Well, they've only they've only announced Keuchel. The Do- it's where the Dodgers have announced for all seven games, and the Astros have just done two. Well, they don't have. They only really so, have two it's guys. Belichickian, right there. They only have Keuchel and Verlander. Hey, after that, they're praying. Charlie Morton and Lance McCullers combined for a. Uh, a three-hit shutout in Game fair. Seven. Very fair. Love Lance. We'll see. It'll be a fun series. Ultimately, I know your where your heart is, but where where's your mind right now? What do you think's I think, happening? I think Astros and six. Astros and six, or or maybe not though. So, right, Bab? So Dodgers and five. Dodgers and five. Walters <laughs> calling it a sweep again. Listen, here's what I need. If we <laughs> if, if we get an Astros victory, I'll bring the goggles. Walters bring the champagne, and you bring the party, Bab. And we're having a nosebleed seed celebration, aren't we? We are just for I mean, Bab, that's what we do. Houston is strong. We will celebrate the Astros World Series championship. Have to have to do it. I'm hoping we're popping bottles by next next Monday or Tuesday. If not, the, I mean, I don't know how long this thing's gonna go. Another week or two. Probably go into the next show. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, can't wait. Yeah. Like, hey, unless the, Astros sweep, unless the Astros sweep, it'll be Ew. next It'll be next show we'll be partying yeah. in here, dude. We'll I'll be, be popping I'll bottles. be getting lit Saturday night. I'll be popping. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. We, may, we may be due for a show at the Girl Collection if we get an old Astros victory. Oh, uh, just a surprise for Bab. Oh. We'll book it. How do you know we're not at the Girl Collection right now? We're not, though. We're uh, not, though, Fair Bab. point, Bab. We're not, though. Not tonight. Not tonight. <laughs> you Scenery is great in here, by the way. Oh, uh, that was fun. Well, good luck. Good luck to the Astros, Bab. Oh, hey, Candy. See what we'll see what happens. No sleep seats podcast. Zach Wilshuk, Eric Chia, follow producer Bab. As forecasted, Halloween 
is this weekend. It's right around the corner. And Eric and I thought it would be fun to power rank, list our favorite Halloween candies. It's a draft. And then it turned into a draft. So Eric and I were essentially going to draft our starting five, our Halloween candy starting five basketball team. Wait till you see who I got running point, man. Wait till you see who I got running point. I want running point, you jerk. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Walchick, since you're the man of the hour, for obvious reasons, you are going to be the number one pick in the draft. I get number one. You get number one pick in the Halloween candy draft. All right, now here's the deal. You're about to go on the clock. Bab at the end is going to pick who has the best starting five. Okay. All right? So Bab is the deciding factor here. And listen, may the best man win. So let's let's put Walchick on the clock. Walchick, you have four seconds. Go ahead and pick your point guard. My point guard on this hand candy team. Oh, I'm nervous already. I'm taking. Don't take my guy. Reese's. You sack of. Okay, now here. Now here. Yes. The, now okay. Dude, everybody loves Reese's. They're delicious. I know, and that's and why I'm bothered. Halloween candy. Okay, and that's why I'm pissed off right now. But I'm trying to figure out if there's a loophole. If he just took Reese's. Oh, no, that covers all I, Reese's. Okay, so I can't so even can't take, take pieces. pieces. Oh, you cannot take re- this is the, the rules of this draft stipulate that if it if the if the name of the candy okay. is in the extension of the other candy, it's off limits. Son of a, See, I got one hmm. that might come into play though later. We'll, we'll, we might have well, to challenge we'll, this rule. As, as, we'll the David, as the David Stern of this uh, of this draft, You're I, the can, Adam I can. I can. the Adam no, Silver. No, because David Stern's a jerk. Adam Silver's not. Uh, and you are a jerk, so you're David Stern. I'm Perfect. David Stern, I can veto your draft pick. Okay. Okay, well, I got if one it, that's probably going to come into play. Rules. All right, well, we'll and check I'm it out when we get there. But I'm taking Reese's. I know. I'm sorry to do that to you. All right. They are far and away my number one candy. Well, top players clearly off the board. I was hoping that you'd find a sleeper at number one overall, but you didn't. I did not. You went as predicted, as all the mocks. All the mocks had Reese's going first. Hey, I, I just am honest. I showed my cards. You clearly have no balls, but whatever. Wow, shots. Whatever. <laughs> you took Andrew Luck. He was the obvious choice. Good for you. Reese's off the board. I am officially on the clock. And I know you like your, your dark skin. I know you like your chocolate players. I do. I'm a big chocolate over candy guy. Yes, you are. And so in order to make sure that I get all the chocolate players that I need. No. I need an athletic team. That's n- okay, I'm so not going to throw I, out some I unathletic team gave here. up too much already. I've told you too much. I don't need a bunch of sour and tart unathletic players running out here on my candy that's team. That's the kind of team you like. I need athleticism. You're and a that's Swedish why fish kind of I'm guy. I'm turning in my guard. If, if you pigeonhole me as a Swedish fish guy, you don't know me, pal. All right. Kit Kat off the board. Boom. Oh, Take it. Man. Bam. Ring and ding ding. Point guard Kit Kat. Ooh. Strolling out that starting five, looking okay. good, feeling okay. good, baby. All right, fair, fair. Kit Kat would have been coming off the bench for me, so that's all right. That doesn't hurt. Really? Does not hurt wow. too bad. Wow, yeah. that is a shocker. Kit Kat was my sixth man. Really? Okay, yeah, so he's that's your Dwayne right. Wade. My Yeah, it's my Dwayne Wade. Well, he's my 06 Dwayne Wade, okay? Okay, He's the MVP enough. of the bleeping so finals. He, that's your Russell Westbrook right now. You're, you're Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's my Giannis. Kit Kat. All right, so, who you got, so man? So my number two... My uh, Kyrie to LeBron, even though that's not a thing anymore. No. My KD to Steph, or is it Steph to KD? Ooh, we'll never know. I'm going to go with Snickers. Ah, the staple, man. You know, when you're hungry, you got to grab a Snickers. I always was excited to see those in my bag. You can't go wrong with Snickers. No, you can't go wrong with that nutty, chocolatey goodness. Wow, that's two That's two of my top three off my board already. I know. Hey, I I, I come in hot with it. Don't, don't f*** with me. Oh. Wow, dude, that was a mistake. We did not mean to do that. Mark the time, minute 37. Nope. 
Didn't mean to say we're that. We're not editing out. We are going to be transparent. You accidentally cursed. We're going to believe fine. that. We're going to believe that. Don't mess with me when it comes to my chocolates. I'm a big daddy. Well, I got one of the chocolates Fat Kit Kat off the board. In a little now, I'm going to get a little bit less athletic, but I'm going to get smart. Okay. I do need okay. some intelligent players. All right. So I got an athletic Kit Kat running the point. But I needed a guy on the wing who's just intelligent, right? Knows when to cut, knows when to make the right no, pass. No, I know where you're going with this. I can see it. Starburst off the oh. board. Give him to me right now. Okay, not what I was expecting. All the pink ones. Only the pinks. Not only, but all of them. They are the best, though. I still want some reds, too. Tell you what, underrated commercials on television is the Starburst ads with the little jets that just shoot the flavor into yeah. the Starburst. I love those ads. Yeah, they're great. They're great. And now they're on my team. So well, the Chuck, are mine, too. You say. Yeah. Well, Chuck, you're on the clock. Okay, so you're starting to now. You've got Starburst and Kit Kat. Right, well, Kit Kat. You Kit got Reese's and Snickers. I got Reese's and Snickers. So coming in at three. By the way, before you pick, Bab, do you have any sort of feeling at this point gauging who's kind of got the, the, the best two at this point? Uh, No. Okay. All right, good. Should I, good work should by I you. give reasons why or should I wait till the end? Well, Bab, let me, let me ask you a question because I guess we kind of have to cater that not only to our taste buds but to Bab's taste buds. Are you a chocolate or a candy guy? I'm, it really Are depends. You, you're, you're like both. I, I, I'd unfold my opinions here, but the I'm both. Okay, I feel good. like I was going to say, I'm, I feel like bad. So you're well rounded. This I am is good all, for you to judge. Yes, I'm all over the place when it comes is to candy. Is Halloween candy like some of your favorite stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, sweet. Oh, okay. Yeah. We got the right judge here. So folks. we're unbiased, Bab. Okay. No, we're totally unbiased. And, and we do confirm you do go both ways, right? Yes. Okay, perfect. Speaking of both ways, I'm going to take one that can meet either side of the family because it's a mixture of just phenomenal greatness. Might be coming out of left field. I love a mix. I might be able to leave this one in my back pocket, but I'm going to throw it out now just in case the name alone takes it away. Oh, God. I'm going with a Hershey's bar, but not the traditional. Uh-oh. I'm going Hershey's Cookies and Cream, baby. It's my Oh, forward. that is solid. Wow. David Stern, Hershey's, as they are so iconic. Hershey's. Custom flavors, okay. They are considered multiple candies Darn in this Shoot, draft. I should have waited on that one. Boom! Damn. Yes! Damn, yes, damn. Yes. All right, so Hershey's, I can go... What was it? Cookies and cream It was again? cookies and cream specifically. So I can still dip into the Hershey family is what you're saying. Yes. Okay, cool. It's so large. Good. You know, it is huge. And it's, it's a in huge charge. family. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And it's tasty. And they're a favorite. I'm actually going to stay in the family, believe it or not. I'm sticking with the Hershey's. I'm so glad I can do this. Thank you, David Stern, for such a great ruling. Give me the almond Hershey bar. I want a little bit of almonds. Ooh, the nuts. I need a little bit of nuts in my chocolate. I like that. So I, I feel like that is not only dependable, but also athletic. And I add him into my shooting guard, my number two spot. And now I'm now I'm feeling pretty good about my, my top three. Still got two more to go, Your but I'm feeling pretty together. good. I think this is quite the matchup we've got here. Hershey on Hershey. But there's always a better one. Like, Steph is better than Seth. I think the cookies and cream is an underdog fave. That's fair. That's fair. Rare but they know each sexy. other, though. They know each other. That oh, rivalry, they know each other. I mean, you never really know what can happen in a rivalry and I, I game. I like the fact that you went with the almond, because that's also a little bit off. You didn't go with the kisses. No, not the traditional. The traditional. No, no, no. We both went out of the box a Hard bit. and heavy. Hey, respect to you, my friend. All right, you got uh, your pick number four now? At the four, and you know I love the four position. Heck, I've grown up with Dirk Nowitzki my entire life. Arguably my favorite. Well, he is my favorite player. Arguably the best power forward of all time. And you look so good on all fours. I mean, you always Thank have. you. That's one. Of, that's something. That's a staple for me. It is. I'm going to stick in the candy realm. Because, good. God, I love it, and there's so many of them. Well, and it's a candy draft, so what the hell, obviously. Well, this is the chocolate. I, I should have specified, not chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going vegetable here. Broccoli. 
No. Yeah, quick. Uh, I'm going to go with another, I think, is very festive color base for Halloween. The Butterfinger. Ooh, okay. Now, I'm not a huge fan of the Butterfinger, so I'm not really disappointed right now. Okay, i got to be honest fine. with you. Like, you're looking at maybe my eighth or ninth man. All right. That's yeah. all right. So, like, probably won't suit up on a night-in, night-out basis for me. But, hey, that's your This was a tough call. pick because I had several in, in there in yeah, the discussion. For sure. But I'm going to go with the Butterfinger. I just think you look at the wrapper, and it says Halloween to me. See, now I'm looking at my number four. I want more of that stretch four. Mm. Okay, I don't want that power. I don't want that that brute. You want the Swedish fish here. I want, it's not the sweetest fish because I don't want just a total. Jolly Rancher? P word on my team. Airheads. Okay. I need, I need a, a, a kind of just a low key skilled with some range. And that's why I'm going with my number four Skittles. Take them off the board. Original Skittles, not the sour, not the little, you know, the mix and flavor bullcrap they we do. Have a, the we have originals. If David Stern rolling on this too, Skittles, you cannot use multiple flavors. Stop. Okay, good, good, good. So yes. I got all the Skittles then. Yes. I got all Skittles, the Skittles. Skittles, Skittles are mine. is one iteration. Mm. You cannot take any of the family members of Skittles. Walchick, take them off your board. Mm. Skittles for life. Damn, Skittles was probably my seven, man. Okay. Still on the team though. So at the five. Ooh, this is tough. I've, I've got four delicious chocolates. I've got to add some candy here. Which candy do I go with, though? Your call, pal. Mm. It's between two. One is my personal favorite. The other, I think, would just be a good one to put on the team. As a locker room guy, kind of? Yeah, or? like a locker room. Like Character a, guy, Like leadership. a Brian Cardinal, just a glue guy. It comes in every Halloween bag. Yep. Not everyone is excited about it, but when they have them, they're, they're just good. You're never disappointed. Never disappointed. When you put them in your mouth, they're just solid. All right, let's hear it. Smarties. Smarties. Wow, dude. You they, know what? They come I in every Halloween that. bag. That's so true. I wasn't even considering it. And it's always like, uh, Smarties, but then when you have them, you're like, you know what? These are actually pretty good. Dude, Smarties... They've always been good. Since day one, they've been good. Yeah, they're just a glue player, man. I used to love smoking the little, you know, when you you got the little package and they got the, like the little powder on the yeah. candies and you could act like you were smoking a little little doobie. You crazy little kid. It was fun. All right, yeah, so that was tough. Damn, so you got After Smarties. After you give yours, I'll, I'll, I want to throw a couple honorable mentions out there because this was a tough one for me. No, I know. You've been struggling with this. Yeah, I mean, this when we tough. said we were going to do this, you were like, damn, dude, I really got to put the nose to the grindstone this week and get to work. You've been slaving away in the pantry. You did your prep. No, you did your draft prep. Thank you. I'm not I'm not so sure you're picking the best team, but you definitely did your prep work. Okay. Now I'm at, I'm at my five position and I'm man, I'm torn. I don't know I don't know if I want to go soft or if I want to go hard. Usually like it hard. I and I and you kind of you're you're seeing right through me right now because those hard Jolly Ranchers are something like mm. like no other. See, I choked on one once, and I'm scared of them now. Really? Still love them. They'll to death, get you. No, they just slid down the back of my throat. I was able to just swallow it, and it was okay. But for about five seconds there, it was panic time. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a very very scary time, and you have to be careful. That I mean, listen, that's something I'm aware of about this guy. But I think we can work with him, and I think his off field, off court issues. You know, I think we got. We I think we have the leadership on the team to sort of to kind of mask that a little bit. I think he'll mature as he grows on our team. I know he's a young guy now, but that hard Jolly Rancher is where it's at. All right. So I got I got two chocolate, and then I got a lot of that, you know, that that kind of ingenuity, that intelligence. All right, so let's hear uh, both of our starting fives. Yeah, why don't you rattle yours off first? All right, so I've got Reese's, Snickers, Cookies and Cream Hershey's bars. Big time. Butterfinger and Smarties. Sleeper pick. No, those are that's a great top five. My, my I roll out at the point guard with Kit Kat, break me off a piece because that that stuff's just so good. 
And then my number two, who did I have at number two? Starburst. Starburst, that's right. Starburst, particularly the pink one, because we know we're all pink inside. But uh, love me some Starburst. And then the at, outside. Hell, I then love at the pink. three, you remember, I got athletic again, and I went with that Hershey almond bar. I don't need to hear your explanations. I just want to hear the team. Fair point. Then I got Skittles at the four. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, I wrapped things up with that hard Jolly Rancher at the five. Now, a couple honorable mentions I want to throw in there. We totally left out Twix. We did leave Twix out Twix. Twix is a good one. It's a tough one. It was on the board. Don't get me wrong. And one we didn't say, and this was tough. This is what I was coming down to at the center. Candy corn. Yeah, see, candy corn for me, it's festive for Halloween. Yeah, that's the why I thought about it. But I don't love candy corn. If I like I, it. I don't love it. If you're only good for part of the season, I, I don't need you on my squad. I need you here. I need you here from day one, all 82 games, plus the playoffs. I don't need you here just as a seasonal kind of guy. Now, a personal favorite that I thought about putting in there, too, but I don't really see it giving out a lot on Halloween, Nerd's Rope. Nerd's Rope is my favorite candy of all time, yeah. but you don't see that giving out a ton. Yeah, you like you like jamming those. Oh, I love them. Jam your throat They're there. so good. So good. They're not bad. They actually hurt my stomach, so okay. I want nothing to do with anybody. That That's... The the jolly or what is that called again? The nerds nerds rope. The nerds rope is my Andre Roberson. Okay, wow. I don't want you on my team. I think, geez, I'm surprised. Nerds rope are delish. All right, David. So uh, you've evaluated. Yes, you Should are the candy I, expert. How, how much do I have enough time to like break this down? Yeah, of, of course. course. Okay. I mean, it's nothing but analysis. All right, so here we go. So for I, I think most well uh, most well rounded. I think uh, goes to this is not my final pick. The okay. most well-rounded goes to Eric because I think there's a lot of solid, uh, in the opinion of David Stern, there's a lot of solid candies. They're not top tier, but they're solid nonetheless. Like Kit Kat, always down for a Starburst, yeah. always down for some Skittles, always down for some Jolly Ranchers. But I'm not going like up to a door saying, oh, hell, I better get a, a freaking Kit Kat. <laughs> that's a fair point. You know, that's a fair point. You're not knocking on the door just dying for any of these guys. But you got a good yeah. mixed bag. But you're not but mad you about any of it, right? No. I, well. Good variety. Well. Uh-oh. I'm, I'm looking into, this is uh, Halloween basketball candy Yoda. Okay. Ooh, another Yoda. Almond, Hershey's, like it, Hershey's almonds, total bust. Ooh, really? Total bust. Hershey's Ooh, almond was a bust, dude. Yes. That's that's wild because I thought he was kind of one of those guys that nutty, was a little nutty. You know what you're gonna get with this guy. That's what that's kind of how I felt, and he's got a really good lineage in the Hershey family, and so I just thought, nutty. listen, he's kind of a been there, done that. He's he's a prodigy. The real question is, how does he compare to the cookies and cream? To okay, almost yeah. total bust in the eyes of David Stern, looking into the future for sure. Uh, now, Wolchuk sign. This is where I feel he had in the, the David Stern power rankings of Halloween candy. He gets number one overall with yeah. Hershey's Cookies and Cream. Ooh, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so your third That's pick was sleeper. actually his yes. number one. I got Giannis, baby. Damn, you did. And the Mavericks, yes. the Mavericks, Mavericks Again. passed up on him. Now, Reese's kind of like Chiafalo, very solid pick. Not a top-tier pick, in my opinion, but a very, oh. a very solid pick. He's a double-double guy. Smarties, another solid pick, but... Another big bust, Butterfingers. Ooh, See, I'm with shoot. you there, Bab. I'm with you there. I don't think you'd have made my roster. What if I had to put Twix there instead? Because that was the debate. Ooh, that'd be... Twi on my board, Twix is number two overall. Damn. Damn. I blew dude, it there. We just yeah. known that. I blew it with the Butterfinger. Yeah. It's the wrapper to me. For some reason, the colors just say Halloween. See, and that's always disappointing for me because you're right. The wrapper, it's so inviting. It looks like it's supposed to be so good and their commercials are great. And then I bite into it and I'm like, eh. It's kind of hard and dry. It is kind of hard. And if you're going to be hard, you got to be wet. Mm -hmm. Snickers, 
Also, it's not it's not low like Butterfingers or Hershey Almond, but it's not up there either. Really, you're not a Snickers yeah, guy. I'm not. A, I'm not a Snickers. More guy. of a Milky Way, Three Musketeers. Yeah, three Musketeer. Three Musketeers number three. By See, way. I just think me and David Stern just have a, a just a different taste. Well, it seems like because... David Stern has a different taste than. A lot of people. Because Three Musketeer is nowhere near Snickers on the candy big board. I would agree. I mean, that's why I took Snickers so high. But, hey, no fault to you. They are Snickers, puffy and delicious. Snickers not on the board. So here's my, my final judgment out of all of this. Please. I feel like this is very Golden State uh, Cavaliers. Very close. I, I feel like it's very close. Like Game these, seven. These two teams are going to be meeting in the finals high almost five. every Both year. Hey, job. we did our prep work. I, we feel did like, I feel like... Wolchuk has the LeBron James with the cookies and cream, mm-hmm. but I feel like, and that will carry him to the finals every year, but I feel like Chiafalo oh. has got the better overall team that's going to take, if they played five times in a series, Chiafalo's getting three of them. Yeah! Well, who's the KD and Steph? That's what Thank I want to know. You. Yeah, who, yeah, who's Katie and Steph? I am curious. Who's your Katie and Steph on my squad? It's the Kit Kat and the Skittles. The Kit Kat and the Skittles. Damn. Man. I mean, just what a one-two punch. How do you feel about the nerds rub out of curiosity? <sighs> Thank you. That's all it's, you need to say. No, no. It's 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 not like solid like you like going up to the door and yeah. you're not going, I want a nerd. It's rub, on but it's, it's Andre okay. Roberson. But it, Bab, it's, it's Andre Roberson. And, it, and it's a step below being okay. Gotcha. But Bab. it's still pretty good. So Bab. let's say you it's back to back air balls, free throws. Bab. Butterfinger. No. What? Sorry, sorry. Sub okay, let's say in the off season, okay. Butterfinger's contract is up. It's expired. Uh-huh. I'm looking to make a move. Okay. And I need to go and bring somebody in. And it would have been Twix. Is Twix a free oh, agent then though? It's, then it's then it's five. Then, then, then I've then I've over I finally jumped out oh, yeah. over. You've got you've got LeBron and you've got Steph. Okay, damn. Wow. So wow, that's huge. The Twix fail. Shoot. But what, but what can imagine you imagine if yeah, I'm I Golden State. I, I mean, as Golden State, I can still revamp. I can go get me a Twix. You're right. You're right. Who says I can't? Sleeper pick that I feel like is going to be a really good undrafted free agent. Yeah. Swedish fish. Really? Joked about that. Been joking about that. I'm not down with the Swedish fish. A lot of people. They're not touching my roster. They're lower than Andre Roberson and the Nerds Rope. But there you go. Well, there it is. That's our Thank you, David. No, I appreciate it. Incredible analysis by you. I mean, unbelievable. David, if you need to get back to your homework, I understand, but you've been flawless, sir. That was fun. Maybe we will incorporate more of these into the show in the coming shows. Just let us know if you liked it. Hit us up on our Twitter, at NosebleedPod, or go to our website. Shoot us an email, NosebleedSeatsRadio.com. It's the Nosebleed Seats Podcast. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bab. It's that time where we wrap the show and the Yodas. Are they here yet? They're here. They're there. You don't see them? Let me let them in. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Open the door. Welcome. Welcome, boys. There they are. Yeah, football Yoda. You, yeah, I knew you'd be upset. Yeah, I knew you'd be upset. The, hey, he brought the, the, you brought the, the hat back? Bab, he's got the hat for you. He brought back the, the, the Astros hat. Hey, hey, thank you, man. All right. Yeah. You think that's what did it? Oh, you think that's what did it? Oh, NFC East Yoda in the building. And boy, do I feel freaking good. I know I'm looking over here at Football Yoda. Damn, bro, you had a bad week, dog. You had a bad week. And I bounced back like Big Sean said I could. And I'm so thrilled. I don't even really have a whole lot to say besides, listen, guys, I think I'm about to go 3-0 on the week. So hopefully you listened to me. Hopefully you didn't jump ship after a couple bad weeks. All right, I'm finally hitting my stride. I'm feeling good. NFC East Yoda is back, and he is better than ever. Can I get a halftime update? I, I, I mean, 
granted, I've, I've already had the vision and I know what the score is, but for the people at home, it's Monday Night Football. I have Philly and Washington playing. I picked Philly. Philly was up 17-10 at half. It's third quarter now, and Walchick, can you fill me in? Well, Mr. NFC Stiota, you're looking at an undefeated week as of now. It is 24-10. The Eagles took the ball, went right down the field. Starting to pull away. And scored. Just like I saw it. I think I can pretty much drop the mic on that one. I'm 3-0 for the week. Feeling good rolling into this week. Do I need to give... Walchick, do you want me to go ahead and give the picks for next week? You might or? as well. You're riding hot. I got my pen and paper ready to go. I am I'm riding not, I don't hot. even have pencil. I have pen. I'm writing this in ink right now, Mr. NFC Stiota. You should. You should because I'm on fire. You are. And that means you are, too. So let's start. Why don't we start, Walchick, with your beloved Cowboys? Yeah, oh, please. Give me good news. You were a home run last week. This is a big game for us, man. This is a huge game. You guys are coming off a great win. Congrats to you beating up on the San Francisco 49ers. Thank As you. I told you, that was going to be an easy victory for you, and it was. And you can thank me later, honestly. But looking ahead to next week, the Washington Redskins will be hosting your Dallas Cowboys. And I got to say, bud. I'm feeling really good for your Cowboys. You are? Believe it or not, I've already had this vision. Washington loses tonight. Sour taste in their mouths on a short week. Dallas comes into town. Ezekiel Elliott and company behind Jonathan Cooper and Travis Frederick. Yeah, I said it. Jay Jonathan Coop. Cooper. Jay Coop, baby. Sean Lee's probably going to be missing some games down the line, but he's going to tough it out, and he's going to tore it all up this week, and he's going to go sure up that defense for you once, once more. And you guys are going to get that first division victory of the season. Yes. Do you so, have, what, what's the forecast of the game? Do you have that vision? I, I do have it. But for your sake, I know I, I pretty much just gave it to you on a silver platter last week. I want you to kind of tough this one out a little bit. Okay, fair All right? enough. So fair I want enough. you to just grind it out. It's a, it's a rivalry game. You know anything can happen. And I don't want to distort your mind. So I want you to go into this one knowing you're going to win. But, hey, I don't know how. So that's how it's going to go. Hey, as long as we're getting the dub, baby. That's really all that matters, isn't it? It is. Especially at the damn Redskins. Yeah, I mean, at the Redskins. Ooh. And th this is a victory, you guys. So this could, especially if Philly, like I, I have them winning right now. Philly, you don't want to fall too far behind Philly, right? I mean, as the Cowboys, you're sitting there thinking, Gotta get well, the win. crap, what am I going to do? So big win for your Cowboys. I'm happy for you. You should be happy. Pat yourself on the back. Now, let's get to these Eagles, man. I mean, they're sitting there at 5-1. and one. They're about to be 6-1. and one. They're taking on that 49ers and beat hard team that you guys beat the crap out of on Sunday. Guess what? I got news for you. Philly at home, 10 and a half point favorites. Not going to tell you if they're going to cover or not. <laughs> yes, I am. They're not going to cover, but they're going to win the game. Philly. Darn it. Philly is seven and one by this Ugh, time next week. Disgusting. It's sad. It's sad. It's sad. All right. And the Giants got themselves a little bit of a bye week. They need it. So I don't have a game. I just got three games there for you. Actually, two. two games because one bye, one in-division game. So I got the Cowboys beating the Redskins, and I got the Eagles beating the San Francisco Beathards. And I think that's pretty much it for me. NFC Yoda is out! Thank you very much, NFC East Yoda. Unbelievably good week. Gosh, he's so disrespectful with the headphones. He, he just, just throws, throws them, them on the ground. Just threw them. <sighs> Here we go. All right, I'm strapped up, boys. How do you do? NFC East Yoda. I had to go take a piss. But he, he did great. He looked like he looked hey, confident. He picked the Cowboys. Did he? Okay, he good. He did, thank God. Good. And uh, he did pick the, the Eagles. So I know they're playing the Niners, but he said that they're going to go, I think it's 7-1. and one. Sucks. Yeah, that does suck. Oh, he has the, oh, so he does have the Eagles winning tonight, well, obviously, and next Sunday, too? Yeah. Damn. Mm. All right. Well, hey, at least you guys, hey, you're hanging tight. You're hanging tight. What did we talk about, Walchick? What did we talk about? 
It's wide open, baby. Yeah, you're right. This is no time to get down on yourself. I'm you not guys upset. are finding your rhythm. I'm not upset. All right, let's get Football Yoda in here, and let's hey. talk some bleep to this guy, because, gosh, here he is. He's ready. He comes limping in. You dirtbag Football Yoda. I mean, I don't even want to say anything besides what do you have to say for yourself? I'm sorry. Uh, very sorry. Football Yoda apologizes. It was a bad week. No excuses. We play like champions, and we didn't get it done. Forecast was blurred. Cam Newton, unhappy with you and the Falcons. Man, they might not win another game all year long. So here's Football Yoda's picks. I got to make this quick because we're running, uh, running close to the time. Yeah, NFC East Yoda was kind of D-bagged. That's okay. Time well, he football. deserves all the time with how successful he's been. I have been failing. Can't argue there. The force has not been strong with me. <laughs> I got to do better. I believe in you. We got three coming your way. We're starting Bengals over Colts. Bengals will defeat the Indianapolis Colts and the Brissettes. The Colts are bad and the Bengals are at home in desperate need of a win. They will do it. Next up, the New England Patriots are back to their Patriot ways. They're playing phenomenal football. They're going to take care of business at home against the Chargers, even though that Chargers D is looking good. Yes, they are, but, but it's, they, in, it's in Foxborough. It's in Foxborough and the Bradys of the world and the Belichicks never ever really lose in Foxborough. They already dropped one of the Panthers at home this year. They're not going to do it to the Bolts of San Diego. Okay, football Yoda. And to wrap it up, this was a tough one. We go to Sunday Night Football again. Oh, I love it. Prime time, baby. Because you know what? I am not going to be put off just because I failed you last week. The force is strong on Sunday night with Al and Chris in the booth. The Pittsburgh Steelers behind Le'Veon Bell are going to run all over the Detroit Lions in Detroit. The Steelers will go to 6-2. The Lions will fall to 500. Everything will be right with the world. There you have it. Bengals winners, Patriots winners, Steelers winners. Football Yoda out. Put it down, baby. Nice. Hey, I got to say, he came in with some confidence, huh? He came in with some freaking confidence, bailed out of here quickly, see a football. Damn. He came in here limping. He came out of there with his freaking he head He was high. really upset. Um, but you know what? Those were three pretty solid picks. I mean, he kind of went in a little safe, although you never know what you're going to get out of the Bengals. Well, the last couple weeks he's left here, and we've both looked at each other like, what the heck? What the hell is this Two guy Two weeks doing? he got away with it last he week. Drinking? It, it bit him in the tuchus. What is he smoking? Is he hanging out with Michael Irvin? We'll see how he Too does. Too Forster. It's going to be a fun weekend of football, as it always is. No Split Seats podcast. Zach Wilchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer, Bab. Shout out to WBLZ Sports and the Diamond Broker. Hugs and hand pounds, everybody. Come poised. Wow.